following podcast may contain some adult language. You've been warned. System created by Fantasy Flight Games and produced by Edge Studio, a show in which we, your hosts, discuss all things Genesis from both the players and a GM's perspective. Normally, however, today is one of our live, or excuse me, actual play sessions. I am Tony Fanning, and with me, as always, are my good friends and co-hosts Chris Holmes, Stefan Dragonspawn, and we are joined also again by my son Sean. How are we doing, fellas? Starting with you, homie. Oh, I'm doing great. Been doing a little bit of a lot of a bit of board gaming in the last couple days however i must tell you was able to play icarus died a whole new fucking way i never knew i could other than being mauled by a bear (laughs) that's a survival game got struck by fucking lightning (laughs) 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 saw my guy just fall down to the ground i'm like all right that was new um anyways uh got the dice throne adventures game that was fun Oh, nice. that kind of solo a little bit, but um, yeah, then, um got, got me that. Sorry, go ahead. Did he? Oh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. You're gonna enjoy it, Stefan, if you haven't started playing it already. And I was just at Fantasy Flight Games today, about two hours ago, and um, yeah, I bought Arkham Horror <laughs> into expansions. <laughs> Fuck! Thanks, Mark, you bastard. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole he goes. Down the rabbit hole I go. I go over there for New Year's. Had a ton of fun playing. We owe him and his family. Um, and then playing it online last night with my buddies. Going to continue again Tuesday night because we didn't finish it. Because it's one of those games, as everybody knows. Um, anyways, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Having fun. Um, Stefan. Yeah. Oh, me, I'm doing great as, as well. Um, you know, I got, uh, Daryl had bought me uh, last year at uh, fall uh, the uh, Dice Throne Adventures game as well. And we'd actually played a game when we did our, our own little cabin con up here with uh, Cody and uh, Emma, came from Toronto, and we tried it out. It's like, oh, I got these, all of these guys addicted to Dice Thrones. They all love it. Yeah. So uh, it was a really fun game, and even the adventures is nice. So it's a big setup, but uh, once you get it down, it's pretty good. So uh, no, uh, I'm I'm really stoked for this and the uh, the the uh, actual play for tonight. Uh, so how about you, Tony? How are you doing? How are you oh, doing? Uh, it's been a long two weeks, man. Mm. The night after we recorded our last uh, show, uh, or the next morning. Um, I totaled my Jeep on the way to work. All uh, right. Totally just uh, wrapped it around a telephone pole, almost ended up in a lake. Thankfully, I was hung up on a chain link fence that prevented me from going mm. over that edge into mm-hmm. into a lake. Black oh. ice, the, the great equalizer. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no matter it didn't matter how driving. much four-wheel drive I had. <laughs> yep. Black, oh, black ice at 45 mile an hour. And, Those yeah, damn telephone poles, they're all treacherous, just leaping out at you. Went from went from going fine, moving along, ten you know fifteen minutes into my hour long drive to work, and all of a sudden just lost complete control. So, nice oh. thing is I walked away from it. Uh, yeah, and uh, for that, and uh, you know, so 
got a week coming up here this next week off to go car shopping and whatnot. Mm. So, Sweet. Um, yeah, it won't really extra thick bumpers all around the car. <laughs> so I haven't been spending any money. I've just been sitting around playing all the existing things I have, which meant playing a lot of Outriders on PC. <laughs> cool. Who, if anyone knows, is basically Salvage, uh, the video game. It is pretty much the same storyline as the Salvage setting for Genesis. Um, right. So if, you know, it, it's really fun. Uh, and I enjoy playing it. But how about you, Sean? What have you been up to, kiddo? Working and playing some video games. I think the biggest video game I've been focusing on, I've been replaying my way through Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Rise of the Sith Lords. Because nice. I had an itch to play a Star Wars game, and I was like, you know what? I haven't played that in a while. So I've been playing it. Cool. And then I've also been playing Fallout 76 with my friend. Because they wanted to get back into playing it. So I was like, all right, I'll join. Awesome. Very good. All right. So this is episode 94. This is our first actual play of Dragon Star. And we're going to let Stefan take over. All right. So I'm switching it up. A uh, surprise on you guys. Uh, we're not playing Dragon Star. We're in, in, in memory of Betty White. We're playing Golden Girls uh, Genesis. No, that's not. <laughs> I want to be the slutty one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wow! Let's do it. Go out of my go out of my shell here. Exactly. Uh, sure. No, no, we're going back to Dragon Star. Yes. But before we go into it, I just wanted to mention today um, on our Twitter account, uh, someone fo- started following our Genesis uh, finding the narrative uh, account. Uh, called The Old World, Grim and Perilous, which is the unofficial fan-made expansion of Warhammer Fantasy RPG for Genesis. So these people have uh, worked on a conversion or adaptation, whatever you want to call it, uh, to to adapt Warhammer setting to the Genesis Genesis, uh, RPG system. They've Genesisized it. Exactly. Yes. If there, was more, got, if there was more than one Genesis game running. Would it be called the Genocide? Maybe. Maybe Genocide. No, no. Hopefully not. Uh, but you know, they've got great artwork. Uh, they've got a Facebook page and a Twitter presence. So I will. We can include that in the uh, in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. If not, if you want to, if you don't want to wait until the show comes out, simply go on uh, on Facebook if you can on uh, the Old World. Uh, double uh, <laughs> period there in Grim and Perilous, and you can find it. Uh, they've got some uh, pretty good stuff coming out, <clears throat> high quality stuff. What if they can't wait till the this show comes out, dude? They're listening to it right now. Yeah, but they would have gone to the website and seen the link. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking metaphysics. Love you, Stefan. I'm, I'm half drunk, so no, no, no. get off my back. <laughs> He's only halfway there. Let's get him You're all only the halfway there. Come on, man. Finish that drink, motherfucker. <laughs> He's only mostly drunk. He's not fully drunk. I'm not so think as you drink I am. That's what you get for running a game with Tony and I as players. Ha! Here it. I swear to drunk I'm not a god, Ossifer. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> All right, let's get this show on the road. All right. <laughs> so shall we do character introductions to start? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. And I that- will be playing Rungo Flack, also known as Cookie. He is the uh, Oruk martial artist, monk. Um, he is an aspiring sushi chef. Um, comes from an oriental culture. Um, he's He's got big dreams. He wants to join and work on the Adamantium Chef Galactic TV series. Um, that's his big dream. Um, all goals lead to that. In the meantime, he'll thunk some skulls uh, and do what needs to be done. It's always expected of Oryx to thunk a few skulls. Um, people who notice Cookie notices that he tends to eat his feelings. Um, and so he's almost always got a snack tucked in his kimono. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty quiet. Uh, Good. But he's a large presence, so he'll be he'll be sticking out. Um, He's the oric. He's the oric in the room. Yes, <laughs> comes from the far east section of the uh, of the Galactic Empire. He's always in the front of the fray, but uh, when it comes to social situations, eh, not so much. He gets embarrassed easily. So mm. mainly because of his his weight, he's mm. definitely not in his martial arts prime. Think <laughs> think Beverly Hills Ninja in a kimono. <laughs> Very good. Although it's okay. Black is very slimming. So. <laughs> oh, crap. It is. I wear burgundy. Oh, no. <laughs> um, right. So, good, that's Rungo. Good, Sean. Yes, Sean. I am playing Hatru the Trapper, a cobalt mechanic who has a particular obsession with making traps. He seeks to be a well-known trap maker, one of the best out there, but uh, he's got a few problems that keep him from succeeding at that. Mainly that he steals from all his clients. I don't (laughs) mean to take from them. They just leave things sitting out, and then they end up in his pockets. He's got deep pockets. What do you expect? (laughs) He's got roving eyes and hands. That's all right. We just say he's got to clap because he's a kleptomaniac, right? Is that what you call yeah. that? <laughs> Klepto. Uh, his most prized <laughs> oh, possession thought... that he keeps in pristine condition are his mag- magnetic gloves and boots. Not... Those were his best best possession. Nice. Excellent. Well, I'm playing Udo. He's a uh, like a barbarian scout. Comes from a rich, powerful family that invented a new dire rabbit thumper call caller on this backwater planet named Amalamba. A- Amalamba. <laughs> See, I can't even fucking say it. Never says it the same. I'm not never going to say it the same. But you know what? We don't have to say it the same because who the fuck cares where I come from? Damn it! It's a backwater world anyway. It's a backwater world anyway. Who the hell knows? Um, but you know what? You know what I'm trying to do? I will find Cookie a creature somewhere in there. There's a creature out there that Something. will. That, that damn yakitori sauce that he uses in all that food oh, will not make it taste yucky. good. 
Oh, oh teriyaki. Oh, I thought it was yakitori. Whatever the hell you use. You know, there is a creature out there that that sauce won't do it. I'm going to find it. One of these days, I will find it. This unicorn does not. Unicorn actually does it taste good, but um, this the, the creature you seek does not exist. I don't. You know what? I don't buy that. We'll <laughs> find it. Don't worry. We'll find it someday. But yeah, Udo is a big like. He's a like a half dragon, brass half dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, from Ambalamba Six. Ambalamba Six. It used to be five, but then, you know, something happened and it moved it further out of the system. So, Well, you know, we don't count well. Nope. <laughs> so every once in a while, you know, I think, you know, we just change it. And then it moves back again. So, like, right. Five six, so. <laughs> it's one of those. So. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, and I'm Stefan, your GM, who will be playing everyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, you will. <laughs> And I hope that some of our listeners have listened to our previous episode where the advantageous threat, I sort of uh, did a little like uh, a little intro uh, to this uh, or prelude to this adventure where uh, at least Udo and Rongo uh, were introduced initially. So they uh, they rescued or found their contact uh, on uh, Galabdur Drift. And uh, managed to get him back to their ship, the Peekaboo, and back to the throne world of Lady Perleon and his her seneschal for more debriefing, so we can continue on from there. So let's go. All right. So you guys have brought back um, a gnome who was for a while uh, shape-changed into a six-legged, greenish-furred, uh, ferret-like creature. He was disguised uh, like this to uh, help him uh, avoid uh, detection for a while. He got him on the ship. He had some valuable information. This uh, gnome is also a druid and spy called Coben Worsk, uh, kind of a private detective. Uh, known in some circles. And, uh, yeah, so you're you're back on the throne world uh, of Lady Perleon's uh, home, and uh, you're getting debriefed. So with all the information going on, something has happened. Uh, Coben found out that uh, a very small... uh, recently discovered world was attacked uh, by unknown forces, a system called the Beltarian system. And the Empire officially has declared it off limits. No one's supposed to go there anymore. And he discovered that uh, a messenger, an elven messenger with her own ship, had delivered recently a message packet to the local governor. She managed to make her delivery. And as she left the planet, she uh, just before she made a jump with her Starcaster, which is a basically a hyperspace uh, jump uh, drive kind of thing, uh, she witnessed the world being attacked 
and narrowly, narrowly escaped detection and made her way back to Imperial control space. She tried to get as much information as possible before she uh, she left. Uh, but when she tried to report this, she was accused of stealing uh, this important parcel, tried and found guilty very, very, very quickly, and sent to a place called the Shattered Stone, or just Stone for short. So Coben uh, found out where she's being kept. Uh, because she probably knows where this star system is and who attacked it. Now, uh, bear with me here, um, mm-hmm. because I, I just want to share this. Not all of our listeners know right. about uh, Dragon Star as a setting. Now, right. um, there's this large galactic empire that is called the Dragon Empire. It's this galactic government that's run by um, ten houses of dragons. Mm-hmm. They all agreed to do it. Half of the empire is called Kesemet, which is the good, good-aligned metallic dragons. Yeah. And half of the empire is Azimet, which is the uh, chromatic and e- or evil dragons. And they were once at a huge war, but then they came to peace by deciding that each dragon house would rule for what a hundred years. A thousand years. A thousand years. Uh, and, and so we've just we've just passed the five thousand years of Kesemet dragon rule with the gold, the silver, the copper, the brass, and the bronze dragons. And now and just, we've entered just recently the copper, who then relinquished control to the new age of the. Go ahead, Tony. The red dragon, Mezenbone, red yep. dragon emperor. And he's slowly made changes to the Empire that there's now a drow secret police, the ISP. The ISPD, yeah. The uh, Imperial uh, Secret Police uh, Protectorate Directorate. Uh, oh, that's who was after our two characters in the in the in uh, our little uh, advantageous threats. Yes. Okay. And this is pretty much the known galaxy, right? There's So if there's a threat that's external that's not part of this, it's probably from outside the galaxy. Outside the galaxy, or a place called the Void, which is like if you look at the map with the spiral kind of galaxy, they have it separated into ten thin pie-shaped. So each section is associated with one house, one of the okay. chromatic or metallic dragons. And above that, galactic-wise, um, above the map, invisible to the map, is called the Void. Almost a, a black spot of of null of nothing where lots of things apparently have come from. Some people have tried to explore it. Uh, some of the things that have that they found was creatures that uh, are humanoid but have squid-like heads and can read thoughts and other things and eat your brains. But we've just come from... Almost basically. like they're trying to flay for minds then, huh? Exactly. <clears throat> wow. We've just basically come from 5,000 years of peace, and any invader is going to be like really bad news for the Empire. Well, and even with the 5,000 years uh, under the good dragons, there was a lot of backstabbing, and uh, sometimes even within 1,000 years of good dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of changes. Some dragons, some even gold dragons, uh, silver dragons have changed hands. uh, I wonder why they didn't do, I wonder why they didn't, didn't do, didn't. Uh, alternate it, you know, a thousand for good, thousand from one of the bad, or 
You know what I mean? I wonder why they didn't do that in the set when they created the setting. I don't know. The that's, first that's something dragon, else. Yeah, that would be something else. But the the, the, the first dragons decided that five thousand years just to settle everything to make sure everything is nice and ordered. Uh, before handing okay. it over to uh, the bad dragons or the chromatic dragons, but wh- whatever wisdom uh, <laughs> uh, prevailed, that's how they decided to do it. There was a lot of centu- a few centuries of haggling on how to do it and who would be in power first. So, uh, but even under the gold dragon, there was a lot of, uh, of maneuvering and it wasn't always peaceful. So okay. maybe not as bloody, but who knows what's going to come up. <laughs> it's better than all out war. Mm hmm. And this is effectively kind of a um, futuristic kind of a D and D in space, if you will, because you'll, you'll hear some of the familiar races, yet unfamiliar, you know. Yeah, yeah, monster yeah. races. You can still have giants and beholders and displacer beasts, and all the yeah. other iconic creatures that, uh, that can be found, Medusa, etc. Okay. And a few, right on. a few ones uh, as well. Oh. Right on. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the uh, overview there, Tony. I yeah. appreciate that. Well, I don't feel like Stefan should have to give all of the information dump. <laughs> no. I've given up some information here and there on on previous shows, and maybe some people have heard of Dragonstar. But really, yeah. you've really you've talked about Dragonstar before? A couple of times. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't no. Remember. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, so we're in the Red Age, they call, uh, about 100 years in. And um, other than the ISPD and the drow being put into uh, positions of prominence, there hasn't been too much changes yet. But uh, people are still worried uh, that things could go uh, sideways. And there's still 900 years at least uh, ahead. So who knows what's going to happen. And of course, uh, the Red Dragon Mesenbone definitely worships the uh, Tiamat, uh, both the, the dragon that uh, epitomizes the destruction and war. So who knows what's going to happen there? So yeah. So right now, though, uh, the is that the state religion now? Or uh, there, the the official Dragon Empire religion is kind of a dualist religion where you've got just two gods, uh, Bahamut which is the god, that uh, the platinum dragon that the good dragons worship, and Tiamat. But there is a whole other uh, kind of a pantheon, which are just separated into 12 almost like proto-deities or deity archetypes, uh, where are, there could be uh, the warrior, the judge, the mother, there's a few others, which... You know, one planet might call their god Thor. The other one might just call him the thunder god Talos. Another planet would be suddenly different. Uh, but they basically can be broken down when they're, when they're kind of accepted into the empire. Whatever name there can be, uh, they're like aspects of. I see. A great way yeah. of folding in a, uh, existing religions into the current is to just describe to all the new backwater worlds that oh your god is actually just an aspect of this god exactly or it's a combination of these <laughs> aspects got it that's right fall. just dumb it down for us we'll get it <laughs> <laughs> well yeah they like mesenbone <laughs> definitely worships uh the reaper and the the warrior aspects I see. 
Okay. But Tiamat inc incorporates, uh, you know, there, there's also one called the dualist, which is a creator and adversary, but that's simplified. But uh, the official uh, religion of the empire is uh, Bahamut and Tiamat. Got it. So Bahamut and, and combines the domains of the father, the judge, the magus, magus, and the smith, whereas Tiamat, she's the goddess that uh, epitomizes the destroyer, the reaper, the trickster, and the warrior. And Mesenbone definitely worships her very devoutly. Okay. <clears throat> I was just told to go to church on Sundays. I really didn't pay attention. So yeah, <laughs> people tend to follow the yoke of their rulers. So I guess uh, I pray to whomever is in charge. <laughs> They're God. Well, I just pray nothing happens to you there, Cookie, because I love your cooking. Uh, speaking <laughs> I, of, like, I pray to whoever fresh helps me dim sum make stuff for you guys. <gasps> oh, love that. It's cooking now. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Very good. Excellent. So, um, you guys have managed to get Corbin uh, to safety uh, aboard the uh, little scout ship called the Peekaboo, uh, an explorer slash uh, scout ship. And... Uh, yeah, so he's basically uh, just telling you guys about how um, this elf uh, was at the Beltarian system delivering a message packet. And as she left, the world was being destroyed by these dark gray, dark black uh, ships uh, coming out of nowhere. She never recognized them before. Uh, and when she came back to Imperial Space uh, and told the authorities, they didn't quite believe her. Uh, some saying that uh, she was either high or drunk or being a Kesemet sympathizer. Uh, so they quickly tried her and locked her up on the prison planet system called the Shattered Stone. So there's no way we can get that her, her debriefing, her report, then that's been kind of covered up, if you will, maybe. Well, Coben managed to get some information. Uh, what he was sharing with her, just making it out. Yeah, uh, he was everything. able. Not everything. Uh, yeah. Her ship, the Tanager. Uh, the elves. A lot of elves have a tendency to create or not build ships, but grow ships, uh, living ships. So the Tanager, upon summer breeze, uh, is a kind of a courier, fast courier ship. That this uh, elf Lucina uh, has. Lucina walks upon blades of grass is her official name. She's been uh, sentenced to life in prison and on the shattered stone, which basically is a death sentence for doing her job. Basically, so she must she must have some sensitive information because uh, he says. They haven't been able to find her ship. She uh, probably. Well, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, she. If that uh, was impounded or whatever. No, mm -hmm. Coben investigated. They haven't been able to find where it is, so she must know where it is. It must All have right. a lot of in there, but only she knows about it. 
So he was able to find out where she is on this uh, on this world. And okay. uh, your uh, your contact, of course, with uh, the Sinishal of Lady Perleon, who's in charge of all intelligence gathering and uh, investigations uh, for the Kesimet side of the empire. She's a bronze dragon. Uh, no, brass, right? Yeah, brass. Same brass track. Yeah. Yep. So her, her Sinishal, Viscount Marcota, he's a half dragon as well, has asked, uh, he had asked you to rescue Col- Colbin on Galibder Drift, bring him back, and get his information. So now, are uh, we just the only crew on this ship, or is there more to our ship's crew? No, there's, there's more. There was more. Uh, there was hackers and other uh, others, other members. Probably a uh, pilot and a captain who are responsible for getting us from place oh, to yeah. place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this, I, would, I don't fly ship. I only cook. I don't know either. I don't know how to fly a ship. So I assume we're having this conversation in the galley as I'm cooking. Oh hell yeah! That's where I spend most of my time <laughs> when I'm not messing with my sword and. You know. Once you were back at uh, the system of Jalm, which is another uh, system uh, in the uh, in the house uh, Aranath uh, section of the Empire, uh, Lord uh, Marcota is talking to you about this. He would like to uh, to engage your your services uh, for a little while longer, if you can. Try and get uh, this Lacina elf. Uh, try to. F- Find her on the Shattered Stone prison, to, to, to both a prison and mining uh, mining world. Oh, right. I, do not, I do not think I will do well in the prison. Oh, they only give prison? three square meals a day. I know you know, but us cobots don't do well with prison. We we don't. No, no, no. <laughs> no? Uh, I don't think they're asking you guys to get arrested. Shit. Boys, there's different ways. I know that exactly. Thank you, Udo. There are different ways we can go about this. Uh, Our uh, our allies uh, with the uh, the Tene uh, Trading Company, uh, Lady Kappa, has uh, allowed us to uh, use some of her contacts as uh, shipping supplies to and from the Shattered Stone prison system. Uh, uh, there's ways to get in and out, uh, depending on how you would prefer to try and and retrieve Lucina. Coben was very good to uh, trying to find out where she was being detained. Uh, the Shattered Stone is uh, one of those worlds that, towards the end of the Dragon Wars, uh, helped to try and end. The, the war. It's a world where they deployed weapons of mass destruction, and now the the planet is split into four very large pieces. Now uh, that were very close to each other, uh, it was very strategic uh, location between the gold and blue dragons uh, territories as a staging area for attacks upon one or the other. So at the end of the war, neither side trusted. The other to 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 have dragon troops on uh, on the on that planet. So instead, they have dwarves and Dorgar uh, as uh, running the planet as mo- both mining and prison. 
It's a very rich planet of iron and adamantium. Well, so so both sides have their own section of the, the planet of a prison. Well, isn't it all about what she knows as much about as not so much about her herself, but what she knows? I mean, I think getting her out of there should be secondary. Yes. I think trying to get what she knows primary, and we have maybe their cook has issues, and maybe we send Cookie and his sous chef. Does he saw that sous chef? I could be a sous chef. I do know nothing about the cooking. You cannot be a sous chef. There's, and I just go through a long <laughs> list of activities. Oh, shit, that... I did it again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, for, for a youngster like yourself, you are very yeah, well one. versed in cooking knowledge. I approve. Well, come on now. Look at this gut. I, well, that, I enjoy his cooking. Okay. Don't <laughs> talk about the gut. That what? could be one way of going about it. Well, and then we got, and we got, I mean, we got to keep, maybe there, maybe there's issues with some of their equipment. We got a mechanic here with, you know, Hatsu here. He, he knows not, he knows his shit. Hatru. Not Hatru. Hatru. Right. Well, that's true. I know. All right, I will share an image of uh, a uh, an image of the shattered stone. What it looks like from uh, when you get into system. I mean, cool. guys. I'm, I'm now, are we talking to the Viscount himself right now, or are we just talking to Corbin? Uh, Corbin, Corbin is there as long uh, as well as uh, Marcota. Okay, we can be spitballing uh, in front of him, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. So no, he's I'm assuming this formal. this conversation uh, is occurring in my in in my galley, which consists of. Um, the, the counter and the cooking area with then a bar behind where I do a lot of the prep work. And I'm, I'm at the bar right now with a meat cleaver, just cutting up chunks of meat yeah, while we're having this, this conversation. And you're in the, the space station around the planet of Jolm. Okay. The act, you know, to accent things, when I talk, the, the, the meat cleaver points at whomever I'm talking at. Right. Uh, <laughs> maybe you flick a piece of meat every once in a while to catch it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, plenty of salt on that one. That tastes good. <laughs> and, you know, there'll be occasional like a sliced yeah, vegetable yeah, come flying healthy. towards either Udo or or uh, Hot True. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if any of your silverware comes up missing, it's not me. I promise. It's always <laughs> you. It's <laughs> always <laughs> you. I, then how the come I found my whisk in your bunk? <laughs> Wait, which one's the whisk? You hear a rattling around in a drawer, and then he holds it up. Oh, my tail scratcher. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Those, uh, this is a whisk, not a whisk. Wait, oh. wait, wait, what the fuck? Hey, Don't hey. worry, I sanitize. And I put it back. <laughs> I'll sanitize that thing. You see just a little bit of fire come out of my nostrils. I'll sanitize. <laughs> I'll really sanitize if you need to. Calm down there, you. Dragon Boy. I, I, yes. I don't, I don't mean do to I upset you. Calm down. People. Gentle beings, gentle beings, let's calm down. Let's discuss what, uh, what your plan will be to try and get the, the, the Sina and her information, and at least the whereabouts of her ship, which might have even more data. Well, pardon me if I count. Um, I, I mean, he's got it. Cook, but I want to bring this up. If this is Imperial Control Prison, 
Would we best be to try and get into prison on the Kesemet side? Most likely. Yeah. We have and good good contact with the overseer on the Kesemet side. Uh, the dwarf, of course, Rurik Greyhammer. He's yeah, the warden on that side of the prison slash factory refinery. Because remember, it is also a refinery and factory for all the this metal. Oh, well, yes. I mean, I could go in as a guard, new guard, right? There's always Maybe need for see, guards. See rotations, yes. Always need for guards. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of shit breaking down at that place there, too. You know? Uh, increase yeah. a security measure. Uh, perhaps they want to talk to uh, powerful, a uh, knowledgeable trapper smith to make best mm-hmm. new traps to keep people in the dungeon. Well, Ooh, there, there is that. The budget is always tight. And there's all, since the breaking of the planet, um, portals to the elemental plane of Earth and magma are always creeping up. Those always cause problems. It tries to yep. have ways I of could, dealing with that. I could help them figure out traps to help trap those things. Nobody likes those things. They always annoy. Very they always interrupt the uh, the mining of the adamantium, which is, of course, the only best way, apparently, to mine the adamantium in its molten form. Okay. Well, it seems you have some ideas, uh, yeah. gentlemen. Yep. If you need some resources, he slides a couple of uh, cred sticks. Uh, these uh, should help out for any resources you may need. Did we get paid for our last job? Oh, yeah. You you, you spent the last uh, couple of weeks uh, parting it up uh, on the uh, space station uh, uh, called the uh, the Brass, the City of Brass, above, above the planet of Jalm 3. Well, I'm forgetting Coben. That's... Oh, Coben. Oh, yeah, that's that was one of, one of the main jobs, yeah. Oh, and we spent hey. it already? Shit. <laughs> well, you may have <laughs> All right. That's up to you. But you did I the bought whole I bought the new spice rack. <laughs> spice the <Raka. laughs> There's no spices in it yet, but uh, have a nice rack. Well, yes. It, look at my rack. Yes. <laughs> very you have a nice very nice rack. Yes. <laughs> it can accept very, very many bottles. Very big bottles. <laughs> you see the bottle of cooking sherry comes out. I sprinkle a little bit on the meat, but then I sprinkle a middle, little bit down my throat. Yep. <laughs> Always a little sprinkle on the on the meat, a little sprinkle on the on the cookie. <laughs> then you hear the fire kick up, and the sesame oil goes into the pan, and the smoke just starts to fill fill the the galley. <laughs> <laughs> but. I- Marcota mentions, uh, but I am concerned about your report of being followed by this uh, orc uh, ISPD troop squad. And this uh, one of you may have spotted this uh, drow as well. Yeah, yeah, she was on the bridge pissed off because we got away. Pretty sure Mm. that's what I saw. She was not happy that she was so stupid. Mm. And her troops were too incompetent to let us get away. Uh, they were only orc, which is only the bad part of my people. 
Uh, hopefully she doesn't uh, find some more competent troops. But well, we'll right, that. keep an eye out. So if you need to get into uh, the Shattered Stone, we have uh, an ox freighter, one of those OX-30 freighters. Oh, they have horrible galley. True, but uh, it's the only ship mm-hmm. that is uh, scheduled. Uh, the Purple Goblin is one of the ships that has a regular contract in and out of the Shattered Stone. Uh, they were able to re- retrofit what, at least one of the cargo pods to hide the peekaboo ship, your explorer, that uh, you were aboard when you left the, uh, the drift. It will be hidden aboard if you need it uh, as a fast escape. Excellent. I will prepare food ahead of time. We will just store in the fridge. Very good. So let's hear a few images with you guys at least. We can can do that afterwards for our listeners later on. So Purple Goblin looks a bit like this. So, Stefan? Yes, go ahead. um, Before we leave, I'd like to do a little bit of... um, like, isn't there like a, a galactic database of information, kind of like a holonet type? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're on one of the system inner system worlds, so you can access uh, the galactic net. So I'm going to find out, um, if I can, I'm going to search for dwarven delicacies from the warden on the Kesemet side's homeworld. Mm-hmm. Very well. Thanks. Um, that I can prepare one in advance as a gift. Very good. You also have the name of, just in case, uh, Corbin was trying to be as efficient as possible, the uh, warden or overseer on the Asimut side, who's a Darrow, basically a Durgar, on the, uh, the counterpart of Rur- Rurik. Drumanea, she, uh, Jade Grip, uh, of Clan Jade Grip. She's. Uh, the Asimut counterpart. Okay. So I'll look at applying for a guard job or if they can arrange me getting a job there. I'm not sure how that would work here in our uh-huh. spy network or if I would need to just go there just as a citizen oh, we applying. Can, we know. we can, uh, there's always guards that want uh, a rotation, uh, says Marcota. Uh, mm-hmm. Do not worry, Udo. Cousin, we will uh, arrange if you, for your easy insertion into uh, the population, local uh, staff and population as needed. All right. Uh, Cookie, uh, Rongo, you may, uh, if you wish to uh, help in the uh, kitchen staff, There's it's, it's a very big prison system. There's multiple kitchens. There's always staff there, and as well as maintenance. Uh, Hachu, one more pair of hands, uh, as small as they may be, can always be appreciated. There's always spaces that uh, they, uh, even even a dwarf cannot reach. Nice thing about being a small mechanic, people ignore you. And you get to fit into tight spaces and learn sneaky ways around. And you can steal things that they'll never notice for like three, four months. I mean, I didn't say that part. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Great. Indeed. I think uh, what I'd also like to do is because I don't know shit. <laughs> he's he's one of his flaw is the um is the <laughs> ignorance. 
Yes, you're but very he knows deep. he knows that he may be the one interacting with this lady first, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have the best memory, so he's thinking recording devices, whatever that might be, that he'll need to maybe smuggle in, and how he'll need to do that, and he needs somebody to teach him how to do that. <laughs> oh, you, you have you've been introduced for a little while there by Hatchel probably uh, about this thing called uh-huh. a, da- a data pad, uh, basically. Oh, is that what you call that shit? Yeah, lots of information right. is going on there. Like one of those fancy books that your your wizards on your backwater world had, but uh, very much lighter and lots lots of information. So there's pictures and some text about how uh, what this uh, Lacina looks like and uh, right. So if I'll you press this that. file, if you yeah. press this file right here, it brings up all the information you need to know. This right. one here is her pictures. This okay. one here, don't worry about that one. <laughs> all right so there's that but what i'm thinking is when i might be you know like making sure she's in her bunk or whatever it might be mm-hmm. maybe i can talk to her at that point every so often here and there um um i might want to record that conversation while i'm talking to her and i'm a, and if i have my data pad out trying to find the fucking you know, record button or whatever the hell and putting it up to her and say, speak into this. Mm-hmm. That might be a little like, you know. I'm sure Hatru can figure out a, <laughs> a simple recording device. Udo. Yeah. I recommend you, if you do say that, do not hold it near your crotch. <laughs> speak into this. That's right. <laughs> you so, know what uh, I mean. So, anyways, that's what that, that's what that's what we'll be doing. The 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 search to find out what the uh, dwarven uh, mm-hmm. warden would that be a um, a check or do you want me to just kind of wave that? Oh, we can wave that. You definitely find some information uh, with Coben's help. Okay. You know, uh, some of the profiles, both him and even the uh, the Daryl, just in case. Make sure if you need that information there, might as well have too much information that not enough. Uda, do you want small recording device that you just click one button and it record? You know what? I want it, Hatru. I want it as simple as possible. Okay, yes. I can try and make one. All right. Great. You take your time and make a little recording you keep device. It very simple. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like one of those little small LED flashlights. Press the button on the, on the end and it records. Press it again and it stops. Or, <laughs> or, or just, you know what? Um, maybe, maybe you just have it that that's like on like twenty four seven. Just have a nice battery on it. It'll just record everything you gave him. Oh, I sorry. I talk over everybody. I qui- I go quiet. <laughs> All right. So if we got. <laughs> Plan. I will leave you to it. Um, you right. have the some, of the some of the crew of the Peekaboo and the uh, the Purple Goblin. If you need more, uh, I think we need you need to move as quickly as possible before Lucina, uh her life expectancy becomes shorter than expected. All uh, right. Usually, the Shattered Stone is not known as, um, let's say, a uh, vacation resort. Well, it's a fucking prison. Of course it's not. What the hell is the matter with you? Uh, of course, you'll be amply rewarded if and when you come back. I mean, when you come back, of course. 
you see you see Udo typing in a word that close to amply. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh <laughs> shit, damn it! <laughs> if is the right word, like yes, I, I don't, know. don't live long, but I, I have. Okay. Um, yes, you're the only kobold I've seen with some gray scales. Most of my cousins and brothers and sisters are dead now. They did something stupid. I don't know. I I left them before that could happen to me too. It, it, it could be his ancestors. All the explosions they had in their fucking laboratories long ago. No, no. Maybe sure. those were in my those were in my laboratories, and I left <laughs> before the explosions got me. Very good. All right, so I come out of the kitchenette now after all my prepping and all that stuff, and I bring out, start setting down bowls, um, chopsticks, right. uh, set down a bottle of a carafe of rice wine um, mm. for them. Food in the five, and I and I go right. back. All right, so you've got uh, you've, you've got credentials, and uh, Makoto says, "See the captain about any credentials you may need." He's aware of uh, some of your potential uh, ideas of how to go in. He's been briefed. Uh, I will let uh, Lady Perley on uh, in uh, later on about uh, your progress and your ideas. Hopefully you will succeed and give us some information on what happened to Beltarion and then that system and what kind of threat is now uh, looming over the Empire. Of course, the Empire is always in danger, but that's nothing new. But this time, it would be particularly nasty if we don't know what it is and if the current administration is hiding more information than it should. Right. <clears throat> okay. So Udo said, tosses up a little prayer to um, Bahamut before he digs in. Oh, y'all did yourself, Cookie. So, so these are salamander teriyaki uh, steamer dumpling <laughs> with the brown oh. sauce. They have a special uh, type of onion in there, only found on Bamalam 6 or whatever your planet is. <laughs> 6 or 5. Ambala 6. Right. Ambala 5. Uh, what do you say? It's 72 a different way. That's okay. Every time you talk about it, it makes me think of a song I once heard. I think it went, uh, Oh, Black Betty and Malaba. Something <laughs> like that. I don't remember. It it was it was like 20 years ago. Okay. Seven labs ago, something like that. I don't remember. Isn't there a new Amba Wasn't there a new Amba Yeah, Amba. Never heard of it. Well, I had a, I had a cousin, Betty. But we don't talk about her. <laughs> She's kind of like a black dragon in family, you know. Oh, oh. you have a black dragon in the family. <laughs> I have a black dragon in the family. Well, it's kind of a the, figure of speech, you know. The tarnished brass. The tarnished. Well, yeah, well, the tarnished brass, black dragon. You know, I mean, same kind of thing. Damn, these dumplings are good. Let's change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had the six while I was preparing them. <laughs> of course you did. What are you talking about? It was only four. And about and about and about two bottles of the cookie wine, right? 
One, one for you, one for the food, one for me. <laughs> Two for me, one for the food, one for yep. the... <laughs> you know oh, it's a sugar uh, cookie! And I bring out a big old tray of fresh sugar cookies. Oh, are they? Oh, are they? I love it when I love it when you make these. They're so good. Do they have fortunes in them? No, they're just sugar cookies. <laughs> Heavy on the sugar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Coben also joins you. He says, uh, "In case uh, you need some of my help, I will uh, accompany you. I might be uh, able to uh, infiltrate and meld with the local population." Oh shit! Yeah, man, you turn in one of those six-legged ferrets. I bet you they. I bet you the inmates will love that. I'm not you sure know. about that, but I'm sure I can find some kind of indigenous uh, species that I can uh, imitate. I don't know. Maybe I can. Maybe I could bring you in as like a dog or hound oh, dog or something. Could be. I've heard that there's these things called rot grubs that that are uh, very pop, very uh, common uh, on the world, on this world. So maybe I can uh, imitate one of those. All right. You do what you do. They call rock. I'll play grub. along. Rock grubs. If uh, you do what you do, I'll, I'll play along if you need me. Sure. Very good. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. So you <laughs> on the peekaboo explorer scout ship of the Tene Trading Company. Actually, no. The uh, purple goblin. Actually, the peekaboo is hidden among the uh, one of the cargo uh, containers. Cool. And head out. So you, they engage the uh, the Starcaster, which is basically uh, allows the entire ship and the uh, immediate surroundings to teleport instantly from one system to another, instead of uh, warp space. Because in uh, Dragon Star, some technology can help, but in other ways, traveling between stars uh, still needs magic. So a Starcaster is basically one big, large sphere. If you can imagine a sphere of uh, Mercury floating in zero gravity, so a mirror, very reflective uh, surface of uh, of liquid uh, above you know, technology at the base uh, of the ship on the deck, and that basically uh, allows the ship once activated to uh, teleport. So the captain uh, keys in the uh, coordinates for the Shattered Stone prison system, and everything coalesces, stops like uh, for a second. You're frozen in time, and you feel this uh, sensation of uh, like an elevator suddenly dropping uh, and zero gravity, and then gravity settling, settling back in. So is this uh, star drive? Is it like a instantaneous travel, or is it more like a hyperdrive where we have like a few days in hyperspace, or you know whatever? No, uh, starcasters are pretty much instantaneous. It just takes a little while to get out of a gravity well. You have to be at least five hundred thousand kilometers from a, a planet. And then with, with let's say with sublight drives, and then you engage the starcaster, and you're just teleported almost instantly, maybe like take a couple of seconds tops, and then you're into the the new system. Uh, right now, I'm just hand waving the difficulty class. Uh, you know, the, there's usually 
a navigation or astro navigation role, but for story purposes, uh, just uh, hand waving that the captain uh, manages to uh, get the coordinates right. Excellent. So and we're there. We're tucking okay. this ship inside of another big ship and then landing on the system, right? Well, so you're, you're, the Peekaboo, which is the scout ship, is already hidden amongst one of the big cargo pods. And the cargo pod is going to be dropped off onto the sh- onto the planet for for freighter, right? And then it's just going to stay there until well, we're ready to leave. Is that kind of the yeah. plan? Well, yeah, the Purple Goblin is one of those big uh, uh, cargo ships that has big pods, like up to six of them, and okay. it it uh, it can dock at one of the uh, smaller the, the chunk of rock yeah, that. Uh, where, which is called the space docks, considered the space docks, uh, and then uh, either the Will pod be here can for a while? completely open. Yeah, it can be there for a while because uh, they might need to load up the other cargo pods. Is With, that the uh, plan then? Yeah. How much that, time are we going to be here? It, they can, how, they, how they can take as long as they want. Uh, the captain says, if you need more time, we can um, have engine troubles. We can have uh, coolant uh, gotcha. issues. Okay. Uh, so uh, if you need to, uh, you've got your 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 com, your com links and so yep. forth. Um, of course, they're limited uh, distances, but you can always patch through the the the, the planets. Com links, of course. Uh, just be discreet when you uh, when you talk. Uh, the, the lines might not be secure, but you can have a few code words that uh, let us know that uh, you need either help or uh, that uh, you're coming in hot or uh, that we need to leave quickly. If you need to, we can leave the cargo pod that has the peekaboo uh, behind. And you can eventually load on, find a shuttle from the planet, and then meet up with the peekaboo if needed. Okay. You because you've got the pilot slash crew of the peekaboo and the and the crew of the purple goblin, which are two different uh, groups. So they can work with you, uh, however you you need. You're kind of aware of what you you might need. Coben has his own uh, his own mission to help out. Uh, he'll try to uh, keep in contact with you guys, but he's uh, he's already left uh, once he's, he docks into uh, the system uh, into the uh, the planet. Okay. But basically, the mission I think uh, you discussed it. Yeah, try to find Lucina. Any information she has about her and her ship, where her ship is, and any data aboard that. And after that, that will be a a separate uh, chapter. But right now, so yeah, finding Lucina and uh, where she hit her ship. Okay. So, infil- so our plan amongst us, mm-hmm. infiltrate the Kesemet side of the prison and try and get to access to the prisoners to find out where she is and talk to her at least exactly okay which part of the mining operation is as she's been assigned to and uh trying to get to her and i will apply for a job as a cook 
because one of the best ways to talk to prisoners is to talk to them on the lunch line. Oh, yeah. Some food. That's right. <clears throat> Very good. And what about uh, the, the other two of you? I'm going in as a guard. Guard? There's always a possibility. I'm going to do, do the rotation around if I can mm-hmm. um, and potentially spot her and see where she's at that way. Cool. Very good. And what about uh, Hatu? I will go in as mechanic. I'm sure something is broken in there somewhere, and <laughs> they need someone small to get in there. There's always things breaking down in the, such a harsh environment. And the, the planet itself has been shattered into four pieces. So, No, I can't fix that, but I can fix <laughs> other things. <laughs> That, that's been a, a 5,000 year old problem. I don't think you're going to fix it overnight either. So. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean. You got two days, little fucker. <laughs> yeah. well, I could come up with something if I wanted, but I don't think right. I want to. That's too much work. Nah. And there's a I bunch of. To maybe you can trap it yet. together. <laughs> that is part Giant of where my idea was, but no. Army. Grab a hold of each one and pour together. <laughs> Make a great calamari when done. <laughs> That's right. One again, big planet calamari. We'll call, again, planet, we'll call is, it planet calamari four. <laughs> I have the idea. That Half could help, good. but I don't wish to do it. That's that's too much. No. <laughs> Your suggestions are nice, but no. No. It'll keep you thinking, though. Oh, I'm already right? thinking all the time. Like how shiny that... Uh, Oh, what is it? Oh, that that vibro sword you got? Yeah, that that's pretty shiny. Yes, it is. Stay away. So, from as far as gear <laughs> that I'm taking down, yeah, um, I will keep like the majority of my quick needed to work type stuff. You know, if I need my water purifier or my any of my stuff, I'll keep that at my quarters and my. But I'm going to leave my um, weapon. My punching guitar, my ancestral weapon. I'm going to leave that here on the ship. All right. On on the purple goblin or the peekaboo? On the peekaboo. All right. So you can definitely all three of you find jobs. That's not a problem. Any regular gear, non-combat gear is not a problem. They they go through the standard checks of if you're trying to smuggle any drugs. Any dangerous weapons or substances, explosives, of course. Any kind of magic that may be harmful, uh, of course, uh, etc. I don't know um, what the protocol is with the guards. I, he has a shotgun and his and his vibro sword. Right. Well, he's they, all right. He's all right leaving the shotgun. Um, though well, he that, does mention he does mention we could put like rock salt or whatever the fuck in it instead of something lethal. We could put some non-lethal right. shit in it. Yeah, well, if if the shotgun and the vibrosword is your preferred weapon, yeah, uh, vibrosword might be the weapon of last resort. We try not to kill the prisoners. There's it's enough there's enough deadly things around the prison that uh, you don't need uh, to lob people's heads off. Uh, shotguns, yeah, there's always a non-lethal ammo. Uh, okay. So basically, we'll ammo assume that, I have that. We'll assume I have that in the shotgun then. Yeah. <clears throat> While I'm in the yeah. prison. Okay. That basically have the stun effect on it okay. by default, okay. unless you you load up regular ammo on it. Uh, 
that's fine. No. Uh, we'll assume uh, we'll assume it'll be non-lethal unless I tell you it is. Then. Yeah. No, no. Okay. As far as hacking uh, goes, yeah, they check your 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 your, <laughs> your tech gear and toolkits, and usually, unless it's a really obvious weapon, even the even I the mean, big my wrench, yeah, my, my weapon that's a, mace a weapon. Is just a big wrench. Yeah, yeah they, they know <laughs> they know it can be used as that, but sometimes the mechanic can still need that because to ward off anything that might be uh, uh, infringing, you know, impinging on their uh, their little area of. Uh, of workspaces like all right yeah there might be rouses down there that are as big as you right exactly lava worms and other you know rock mm-hmm. rubs uh, i don't think i could cook a lava worm that may be one is a challenge oh we'll have to oh i'm gonna go catch you one of those fuckers man we'll go get a lava if worm. i if i come across any i'll let you know where to find them though yeah you please to, you might have to cook them with nitrogen so <laughs> that's another weird Lava worms, shit. We might do that. All right, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. Always add the extra pepper. It'll be okay. <laughs> cilantro, always cilantro. Never forget cilantro. <laughs> All right, so you guys have spent no. some time. You're being uh, assigned to you, uh, your various sections of uh, the stone. As they nickname it, um, Cookie as one of the cooks in one of the uh, areas uh, of the prison uh, slash mining. So far, no elves in your area. Lots of humans, lots of other races, orcs, uh, pseudopods, and uh, a couple of half dragons once in a while. They're rare, but uh, it happens. Uh, Hatru busy repairing all kinds of stuff for a while. Uh, I can't believe how many things are on the list of things to repair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some of the stuff is like, oh my god, it's so simple. Come on, guys, one screw and that's that's it, or whatever, a filter. Come on, <laughs> how is this door broken? All it is is just need oil, oil the hinges. Just, just oh goodness, yeah, we're just so many inter- morons. Just the interface. It's like, okay, this interface is obviously just. It always says, "Thank you for using me as a as a door." It's like, okay, that's don't need that. <laughs> and uh, Udo, you know, guards. They always need guards one place or another. There's someone being hurt uh, at one station or other. A little revolt here. A little. A little Invasion of fire elementals or lava elementals. Okay, that burns something. I'm resistant. To that. Yeah, exactly. You know what? My, my standard when I go to a new area of the prison, my standard thing, just being kind of an idiot, I'm gonna be like, "All right, is there any new, any new prisoners you need me to rough up or whatever the fuck?" As I go in there, <laughs> you know, just trying to be like a badass or right. I don't know. Maybe as a group we can have a um, skill check, a, skill a group challenges? skill check, trying trying to find out where Lucina is as you're okay. being transferred to and fro. So something like streetwise, a variation of streetwise could be uh, used as you uh, okay. to people who are, uh, you know, the prison streetwise kind of thing. Uh, Looking out for her, I could use perception, uh, but I do like streetwise doing that. Asking yeah. around, 
if there are any new ones. Um, if not perception, at least vigilance, because you're passive. You're looking around all the time. So vigilance okay. is definitely one. Mm -hmm. But I'm specifically looking for her. But you yeah. know what? I, I, you know what? I'll do streetwise. Okay. That? I like streetwise, that. vigilance, uh, other skills that might be useful. Um, Charm? Maybe the, some of the social ones might be that. Deception? Would deception be one? or Deception and or coercion. Sometimes maybe charm might not be a, in, a, in a prison. Oh, yeah, you're true. True. Coercion, or, definitely sometimes when you're, you have to be rough. And be rough a little bit. So, uh, make sure you're not being abused like some of the prisoners think you're, you're a pushover. I'm, I'm th maybe computers. computers. If we need to get to a computer terminal and look up where she might be. Yeah, that's definitely something we could. So we've got four so far. Maybe two more skills. How about skullduggery? You know, getting into things I'm not supposed to be in. There you go. That's not yeah. bad. Going into sections we're not supposed to be, breaking into cells, looking through, breaking into computers. like warden office. Yeah. I've already got computers. Yeah, skullduggery. Tony, you have another one, maybe? The last one? Um. Well, I was kind of thinking outside the box. Um, in this case, um, elves possibly have strange uh, environmental habit or needs. I was mm -hmm. thinking maybe I would get into the um, knowledge cultures to determine if there's any um, yeah That's special uh, diet type meals being sent to a part of the prison that I'm not aware of yet. Yeah, or even environmental issues. Someone who's yeah. light on light world, <laughs> world. This this is definitely a more leaning more heavy gravity world. Just ask the question, Tony. Yeah. Elves yeah. and their lambs. Where the fuck diets. is a lambs bread being sent to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is the freaking leaf green food being sent yeah. to? <laughs> Who's eating salad. fruits and nuts? <laughs> Fruits, nuts, uh, and tofu bread being sent. <laughs> so one, so we got streetwise, uh, vigilance, coercion, computer skull degree, and knowledge culture as the approved skills. Any other skills can will be a will be hard. Uh, all these skills that I just mentioned will be average. Okay. So uh, we'll just start with how they appear on my RPG sessions. Uh, VTT. So, is it, for those listeners out there, uh, VT, RPG sessions is a very good uh, VTT when you're dealing with the uh, narrative dice system, both for Star Wars and Genesis. Blatant plug. And uh, start from top to bottom as they appear on my on my end. So, we'll start with Hachu, then Rungo and Udo. So, Hachu. Um, I'll be doing that there, Skull Nuggery. Right. Sneaking around, getting things I ain't supposed to be in while I'm doing my job. Yeah, your job of repairing things, not a problem. <laughs> fixing. All right, go ahead. So it'll be average difficulty. So that's but two purple. You, yeah, I'll give you a setback dice because you're still not familiar. This is still at the beginning of, uh, of your little investigation, so you're not familiar with the whole layout of the land, let's say. So one step back. Okay. I'm and, and uh, oh, I forgot the uh, story points. We've got 
were three story points for the players and one story point for the game master. Oops, there it goes. Well, because I can, I can flip a story point to make it difficult, more difficult for you. Flip one of yours, not one of ours. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, flip one of yours. Right, come on. There we go. So now we've got four story points on the player side. So it's you're upgrading my check? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Can you see my dice pool? No, I cannot. The, the final result when you, uh, you do All it. All right. So I'm rolling three yellow, one green, one red, one purple, one black. Rainbow right. pool. Yes. Yay. Just missing a blue. Well, is there something? Yeah, beg for it. Come on, come on. Set up I'm the one. Bag. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the one who's always saying, you know, ask for a boost dice. Oh, I have I'm a good a, one, by the way, coming up. My reason. I'm a, I'm a three foot nine kobold. I'm small. I fit into places. I'm below the eye level. People don't notice me. I, I can sneak around and get into places I'm not supposed to be a little more easier. All right, fine. So what you're saying, you could stull Gurry the stull skull Duggery the fuck out of this place. <coughs> yes. <laughs> All right. There you go. Give yourself a blue dice. Too. <laughs> All right. There we go. Now it's a full rainbow. Excellent. And awesome. we will roll. Oh, <laughs> one oh, failure man. for advantage. Holy shit. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to use my once per session loop first. <laughs> talent um i may use this talent to spend any number advantage from a check i made to gain 100 credits per advantage spent this way i'll spend all four of those advantage to get credits because while i'm sneaking around places i shouldn't be i'm more focused on pickpocketing all the guards <laughs> and no prisoners you never know <laughs> I'm more focused on pickpocketing people than the other thing I'm supposed to be doing, so I just end up with more money and no answers. Shit. Boy, <laughs> awesome. yeah. yeah, in this case, might not be money per se, but whatever is used as currency in a prison. 400 world. credits worth of shit. Cigarettes, booze, porn, and drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ice packs. How, how, I need to cool down. My God. <laughs> That's awesome. Well done, dude. Very good. All right. So I didn't determine actually the number of successes needed, though, for. Don't worry about it. We don't have any yet. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but we do have one failure. We don't have one failure, but let's take that separately. Uh, let's see here. Go back to just one moment. I want to make sure about one little thing here. Uh, let's say how about nine successes versus four failed checks? All right. That's your deal. All right. Let's go. Okay. We got one so far, unfortunately. So. <laughs> well, straightforward first. Straightforward yeah. thinking before I get to the hard thing of trying to find uh, out about food. All right. I would probably do the first thing that comes to hand, which is to, to, to ask around. Right. So streetwise. Very good. So not yeah, street, it's on the list, no problem. So average. Okay. Average difficulty. Now, of course, being that I am a huge imposing auric with a auric's with a reputation 
for being um, unsavory and violent. I'm thinking maybe if I'm a little forceful in my asking, uh, you know, hey, you seen the so-and-so, you know, just straightforward in their faces. Yeah. <laughs> boost die? Yeah, it was a boost die. <laughs> but like I did for uh, for Hachu, since you're not familiar with the lay of the land yet, uh, I'll give you a setback as well. Okay, fair enough. Not an upgrade, but at least a setback. Yeah, you've got four story points on your side, so I, you know we do. Um, but this is just a simple streetwise check, and I don't feel that uh, I would find it uh, to in my need to to upgrade it at the moment. All right. So enough. Okay, so two green, a blue, two purple, and a black. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh. Shit. Uh, yeah. So I had a failure and a threat. Um. All right, so yeah. fortunately, yeah, not getting inf any information on uh, on the elf uh, in particular, uh, and even the threats. It seems like uh, some people are rebuffing your uh, your inquiries. Like uh, you're a newbie, what the hell are you doing? Uh, so extra portion for you. And yeah. Maybe I make some of the prisoners uh, mad at me. Um, by arguing with them about how their portions are going to be afterward. Right. But still, um, <laughs> that you're still worried a bit about how, uh, uh, how so, some of the, some of the prisoners are assigned to the, to the kitchen. Uh, so you're like one strain as you're worried that one of these, uh, uh, prisoners might, sh you know, shiv you. <laughs> oh, okay. In that case, um, Thank I'm just going to always keep like uh, an object at hand close. Right. Well, there's always that, that your, your ubiquitous, ubiquitous cleaver. <laughs> cleaver, <laughs> a rolling pin, a ladle, yeah. a pan of hot soup, whatever, something yeah. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. All right. Then uh, Udo then. Okay. Well, I am going to spend a story point. Okay. An upgrade. <clears throat> um, now, Udo mm -hmm. has a strength called Adaptable, and this is his strength, and I did manage right. to go through it. So he's able, he's flexible. He can handle really any situation and kind of, no matter how strange the circumstances are. So he's kind of fitting in, I'm thinking. Pretty good. All can right. I get a boost die or two for that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Boost die. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um and are you doing anything to it because uh, i have nope. a yellow two green a blue and two purple no nope, I'm, I'm good go ahead okay here we go and this is going to be skullduggery um you know kind of doing that asking around like all right is there anybody anybody new in here you want me to like you know kind of roof up a little bit even if they're women or uh, we right. handle we got guard, women guards so i'm asking so i'm asking about like women guards stuff like that are there any like Oh, there's you all know, kinds, yeah. Other dwarves or elves or little halflings. You know, I'm asking around, trying to pull up, see if I can see okay. where they are. You said that's skullduggery? Yeah, I thought that was going to be, I thought that's what that was going to be. That's that, right? I think so. I could, kind of the lay of the land, kind of, no, I'm sorry, not skullduggery, streetwise, I mean. Streetwise, okay, okay, streetwise yeah. still works, all right. They're the same. All right. 
Fair enough. It was streetwise. Sorry. Not skullduggery. <clears throat> yeah, streetwise. Okay. Okay. The skullduggery is like. More yeah, no, I meant to say streetwise. You know, I, I kind of figured I was trying to get you to correct yourself. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Holy uh, shit, are you kidding oh me? God. Another failure. <laughs> We're at three. Are you kidding me? Three failures, however, got a well, triumph. Yeah, two advantages and a triumph. Um <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, so for the two advantages, I would like to pass um a boost die on to um cookie. Because okay. I overheard somebody talking about the warden and a new dish he tried, but somebody fucked up. Oh, all right. And I and and Cookie might know the right way to prepare it. Okay. Well, yeah, because he had uh, investigations on what maybe the uh, right, the right, 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 right. Like, like I think you know what I I think it's a dish. The last time one of his favorite dishes, one of his favorite dishes was prepared, somebody fucked it up. Right. And I know Cookie has made this thing plenty of times, and it's good as far as I know. And right, I pass so, that along to him for so two free, advantages, not not necessarily a boost dive to his next check, but I give, I pass, I hear about that information. I pass that along to, to right. um, with your to Cookie with my advantage. Yeah, that's for my two advantages to give him a boost die on that check to do okay. something with the warden. Fair now, enough. for my triumph, right? <laughs> I turned on my recording device when it's st- when I walked off the fucking ship because I was paranoid. I I'd forget to turn it on. Okay, oh. <laughs> I recorded something that I got dirt on somebody that I could black that we could blackmail with and they are our bitch right guard somebody whoever it might be somebody i want to use that triumph for that guard attack or someone somebody important enough something right and uh maybe a tech maybe maybe a tech i don't know somebody we got dirt on somebody we could blackmail and use as our bitch to get us the location of this chick but we still have to do a little more i don't know all right all right no that sounds good okay cool so and there unfortunately, go. that's our third check. It's third fail check. Damn it, guys. We suck at this game. That's all right. That's <laughs> this game sucks at us. <laughs> well, it's suck at us. That's for sure. <laughs> no, Jesus. it sucks at us. It sucks at us. <laughs> Maybe that's I should have rolled. You know, I'm going to roll real dice for now on. Fuck. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. So you've got uh, <laughs> Coben, uh, who's still working. Uh, he's uh, not necessarily working. At, as closely with you, but he's still on the station. He's uh, mm-hmm. done his own. He's doing his own thing. So I'll uh, roll for him. Oh, there you go. He's helping out on his own with his own uh, skullduggery, trying to uh, to find out who's in power, uh, who you know, greasing some palms and finding out some other information. And he managed to get three successes and an advantage. Wow. So okay. it. It doesn't work towards, since he's working parallel to you, it doesn't count towards the number of successes you guys, but at least it mitigates one of your failures. So it removes one of the failures. Okay. Okay. And gives at least... Uh, Us a fighting an, chance? Uh, yeah, a free upgrade <laughs> on the next, the next character's uh, check, whoever that is. Okay. 
wants to go next? So whoever wants to go next now. So he touches base with you. He's he's giving you some information on how things work uh, and uh, how where things are going. You know, people are passing off bribes and so forth. You know, sometimes prisoners want a bit of a uh, of preferential treatment, uh, not be assigned to the latest. Uh, mining a vein uh, because it's too risky so instead they're just cleaning up uh you know in laundry duty yeah that's it <laughs> okay and so forth so that gives you some information there okay i guess i'll um i'll go given the information that i was given by udo i'm going to try and uh use coercion to get my way onto cooking the wardens preparing the wardens meals right being the one who prepares them and delivers them all right so talking to maybe here the uh the wardens uh cooking staff yes all right go ahead so um <clears throat> i'm gonna yeah I, I'm, I'm big and coercive yeah <laughs> yes big and coercive yes the, the US for boost Yes. <laughs> Tony, I think you have to say the words. <laughs> I'm big and I'm coercive. Yes. Yeah, I uh, have a boost today. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> in right. addition to uh, mm-hmm. what Udo was passing along. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, difficulty? Uh, it's still average. It's part of the list. I really want this to succeed because I think oh. the way to the warden's heart is through his stomach. So right. I'll be spending story uh, point. You think that yeah, about anything that point. breathes, <laughs> right? Doesn't Cookie <laughs> think that about anything that breathes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any intelligent being. <laughs> Are you happy with my pool there, G? <laughs> I believe so. Yes, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, wasn't there also an upgrade from what's his face? No, not for this. The druid? Was an upgrade no, to the next one person? of us could have it. I didn't know it was the next oh, okay. one of us. It could be any. I wasn't. I wasn't using his direct okay. information, so I didn't take it. Um, so I had three successes, three threat. So oh, three successes. Maybe I made an enemy. I don't know. <laughs> no, he wants yeah. you to stay on permanently. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but three successes. I. I, 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 I convinced his cooking staff to just let me take over. <laughs> nice. For three threats, uh, yeah, that uh, I'll I'll bank those a little bit, so no okay, problem. I figured. <laughs> see, X now has Rungo's number. Okay. <laughs> but still, you make threat. a nice dish. Yeah. So you make a nice dish. Rurik, the warden. Uh, no, this was Rur- just to get on the staff. I haven't made the dish yet to deliver. Okay. That'll be the culture check in the future. Oh, okay, not a problem. If I have so- to make another roll. Okay, so you do get on his, uh, his immediate staff, of cooking staff. So his small cadre of, uh, of staff that cooks for both the warden and his immediate uh, administrative staff and uh, personal guards. Excellent. Very nice. All right, and you still have three successes out of nine. Excellent. Next. Who, who wants to go next? Go ahead, Hatru. Find yourself more cash. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's still, uh, let's see, uh, <clears throat> I think, no, Rungo may have used one of the boost dice from Udo, but you still have a free upgrade from uh, 
from Coben if you want to use the information there. I will use the upgrade. I'm going to make a computer's check and start searching through the files. Excellent. <clears throat> and I will spend a point because <laughs> I know a bit about computers and electronics and mechanics. Right. I'll spend one back because I want to have a few points on your side too because oh. it's still a high security imperial uh, system. All right. I'm looking at two yellow, a green, a red, and a purple. Yes. Very good. All right. Let's roll it. One success, Ooh. two advantages. Woohoo. Or of now. And two advantages. All right. So you got. Some information that, at one point, yes, uh, Lacina was assigned a while back to late duties. At one point, as she arrived, uh, so you got proof that she arrived here. She was assigned, she was processed, etc. cetera, uh, assigned to some late duty at first, um, uh, and then uh, assigned to one of the mining veins that's not too hard, but still has some high security around it because it's still a prosperous vein. Uh, and two advantages. Do you have any idea idea for your advantages? Or? Mm. Not really. All right. Well, maybe as two advantages, if you want, I can help you out. That you you find out that she's. As far as you know, still in that smaller mining section of Andamentium, which is, of course, like highly prized. Um, Excellent. So <clears throat> some security, but they make sure that those prisoners are stay around a little longer because they don't want the Andamentium to uh, to be spoiled. All right. Uh, still there. I would like to use one of my talents if I can. <laughs> it's another once per session. While in an urban environment, I'm not sure if you'd consider this an urban environment. I mean, it's like a settlement type thing, but well, yeah, it's it's a urban more or less. Yeah, it's not the wilderness, obviously. <laughs> Your character may acquire one small useful item that is not previously documented. Uh, it has to be under a hundred. Er, 100 credits or less and encumbrance of zero or one. I just wanted to pick up a, a, a taser or stun baton from one of the guards. I got a stun baton. Sure. It may not be fully charged, but it's, it's there. All right. No problem. You got one. Cool. Awesome. Now, that was one advantage? Uh, that or didn't did cost any advantage. Both? Oh, it didn't? Okay. So the only one I have that costs sta- uh, advantage is my loot first, and that's a once per gotcha. session. And that just gets me money straight out well yeah the one i just used just gets me an item i was wondering if the if the information because i was gonna i was gonna use deception to kind of get myself into that section and maybe get a boost die um from him past because he's passed that information on me because that's kind of where i would need to go with one of the advantages they're on to the next uh, next ally yeah, one of those, right? Isn't that one one advantage yeah. to pass on to an ally? Cool. Yeah, exactly. Right. Two for yeah. a specific ally, but one for and any I'm gonna ally. Use a, and I'm going to use a story point. So you can flip oh, a story right. point, too. 
All right. And I'm going to flip one back. Of course. Because, you, you flip, know. I flip. I flip, you flip, you flip. Because when you still. flip, I flip, we flip. Now, am I still adaptable? Can I still use that strength? <gasps> oh, why As not? a boost die, do you think? It's my why strength. Not? Yes, right, why sweet. not? <laughs> All right, so I have a yellow, two green, two blue, I love, a red, I and a purple. <laughs> What's that? Because I love my players. Nice. Okay. There we go. Um, and here we go. Oh. Are you fucking kidding me? Zero nope. successes, two advantages. Damn it. All right. I draw my sword and kill them all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, uh, um, so another failure. Damn it. Two advantages. Two advantages. I have an idea. What's your What's your idea? They won't let you on the staff, but they'll give you a tour. Perfect. Okay. So I'm I'm at least in there. Yeah, because the, you because maybe, I'm right a new now, guy. You're a new yeah. guy. You're not assigned yet. You still have to pay your dues. Like no, no, this is a high profile guard guard shift. Uh, it's, uh, it's really easy guard shift, so you, you can't. Just assign it to a newbie. Okay. Uh, so what I'll do is, I, since I'm not, I'll be really nice because I'm also, you know, a little bit drunk. Um, it's not a success, but it's not. I, I won't count it as a failure either. You're too nice. I know. Yeah. You're too nice. <laughs> two, All right. Two failures versus four successes. Still. All right. Then that's cool. We'll do that. And we'll do that for the advantages then. We'll just cancel out the failure with it. Say yeah. that I, I get a tour instead of I'm on my own. If I happen mm -hmm. to see her. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. So you can still make a check in that area, but you'll have to mm -hmm. do it with a higher difficulty because of the guards being there with you. Okay. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Your escort. That works. As opposed to I'm wandering escorted. around alone. That works. Okay. All right. Next round. Next round. Uh, oh. Without uh, Coben will still be doing his uh, his thing. Um, Wait. Uh, he's using another skill, but uh, uh, outside of the the list, he's using a charm skill. Uh, but he's uh, going to try and uh, talk to a, to a few people and schmooze them a little bit. So he's got an automatic upgrade. Uh, but he's got some charm skills, so you never know. He's going to try and do that. And because he's unassuming, he's a Adopting a uh, nice innocent frame, I'll uh, give him a boost dice. So uh, a red, a purple, a blue, a green, and two yellow. So let's see if that that helps you guys a little bit. Well, he does succeed in charming someone, so he passes on some information to you guys. So I'll count his two successes as at least one success towards yours, and two advantages. So we can pass two boost dice to any other player as he's speaking to some supervisors of various uh, departments and passing that information along to you. Hmm. Let's see here. <laughs> maybe maybe Udo will go next and take those boost dice because maybe Coben is in that area talking to the supervisors in that adamantine vein or whatever the hell. Right. And then I, maybe I'll use a perception check, which is going to be a harder difficulty. A little harder, right? It'll yeah. be it'll be it'll be a hard difficulty. Um, what do you think? Yeah, you that guys, sounds good. That work? Yep. For me, yeah. Oh, you guys? Right. Perception. Yeah. Cool. 
that'll be a hard a hard check. Two, you said two boost dice for that. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's going to be a yellow, two green, two blue, and then the three purples. <laughs> How's that look to you, I'm Stephen? Not, I, that looks good. I'm, I am not going to flip. Okay. Then I will roll them. I suck at this game. I haven't <laughs> made a check yet. One failure, three advantages, though. All right. So, unfortunately, you don't get any from Lucina, but there's some advantages. Um, so, that, that will definitely Let's count for the fuse. So, you're at three failures. Mm hmm. But three advantages. Yeah, you pass Let's along. Let's see here. I think, I think I'd, I think I'd like to. Elves are part of this. The elves are down in this area. Okay. I think I'd like to pass a boost die on to um, uh, like the next player. Right. And then put one in the pool for somebody else to take with these three advantages. And basically, I'm going to put the information out there that, um, you know, about the elves being in this right. area. Um, the uh, warden definitely liked the meal. Or whatever the hell, right? <laughs> though little to little, though he. De oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. No, I overheard. <laughs> Here it is. No, I'm gonna pass it. I'm gonna do two advantage. The two advantages to give Cookie another boost die on his check to cook for the fucking warden because I heard he hates a certain spice. Well, that's it. And, and these not elves to use it or whatever the yeah. hell, right? Well, that's it. These these elves have been assigned to go up to the surface, which is very, very rare because the surface is not as hospitable. Mm -hmm. There's still some little pockets where things grow, and there are these various types of fungus or herbs or plants that still grow that can help in uh, the uh, the recipe that um, that wrong uh, ah! can can. Oh yeah, that's right. I heard them talking about this this this, this mushroom. Yes. You know, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a a yellow a yellow mushroom or or whatever the fuck that has like some black spots, <laughs> black spotted mushroom. I don't know what the hell, but apparently this guy loves it. So yeah, it's called it call it's called monk spells. <laughs> the bells of the monk kind of mushrooms. And then I'll pass and I'll pass a boost die on to the next player. So all right, there you go. And since elves know a lot more about things that grow, you know, that's why they're assigned to uh, to go up to the surface. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll make a check one of these times. <laughs> do you want me to attempt the, the food check next, Sean, or do you want to go? You got an idea. All right, I'll go. All right. So <laughs> uh, in this case, I am preparing this dish for the warden in hopes that he'll, you know, talk to me, maybe uh, ask, answer some questions. All right. Uh, kind of befriend him, so to speak. So right. this is a knowledge culture check. I've 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 studied him. Mm hmm. I advice from <laughs> uh, from Udo and his uh, information about the elves and whatever spices. Yep. I I've studied him. I've received uh, a boost die from him uh, from. So I know he's actually something I couldn't find out from his ordering history online through yeah, the boot. clients. Um and. So I have two boost dice and a yellow and a green. What's my difficulty? 
Uh, since it's outside, I think. I thought looking... knowledge culture, you let me put that oh, one culture, into Yeah, list. culture is. Yeah, sorry. Yes, okay. so Should have... Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm. are you happy with the pool? Yes, I'm not flipping a story point, so there's two on each side for, for right now. Are you flipping? I uh, oh. no, I roll. <laughs> hey, what do you get, Tony? So I make um I'll tell you my results after I tell you what I make. So what I make is a plum wine uh it's uh, a hermit crab stuffed mushroom. Uh marinated in plum wine. Ooh. Now I've intuitively made this based on the clues that I've given. But the warden is taken back when he eats this dish. He's taken back to his childhood. It was mm. his it was his mother's favorite dish. It was his favorite dish that his mother made. And I make it identical to mm. his um the way he likes it. And I would like for To the uh, point where it's been plated the way she did. Right. My because you got a what? Oh go go ahead. Four successes means that he absolutely loved it and i get access to him well yeah um, that, that beats the nine successes you needed anyway so go ahead so we hit our nine threshold mm-hmm. um with one advantage he's so engrossed in the meal that he fails to notice me turning his computer typing in the woman's name and finding out where she's at yeah yeah, yeah. You access uh, his assistant's computer, which, you know, for intents and purposes, is the same as his computer, uh, and you you get exactly where she's been assigned. I triumph. Mm-hmm. I see she's on a rotation for uh, taken to the surface here soon, and I quickly place Udo's name on the rotation as <laughs> one of her guards. Yeah. Oh, perfect. She's, a, she's an expert pilot, and they still need some people sometimes to go out and uh, just survey the surface. Okay. All right. So he may not be adamantine level clearance, but he's been given clearance to surface escort. escort. Her spe- surface escort for her specifically, right? Or surface right. escort for the elves or for her, for her specifically? Group. For, for her, her group. For her group, she's the pilot on a survey for a new vein on the, from the surface. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Oh, like a survey pod, and you have to yeah. be the guard on board with her. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Better yet, I guess. Yeah. Excellent. One of the guards, or maybe I'm the only yeah. one. Maybe a, just a few guards, but you know, yeah, there, there's a few other prisoners, but uh, she's the I pilot. Can't handle. Yeah. Other other prisoners are just there in case they find anything, uh, but she's the pilot, and then there's some sensor techs. Uh, maybe even Hatru. There you go. Even with the Triumph. Get Hatru you never, on there. You never know what could go wrong. Yeah. Nope. I, I have traps and stuff that it, I can use to help with the elementals, and I know how to fix things. It's it's an unstable planet. It's uh, busted up in three sections, so uh, any technical help can help can be of of a benefit all right so you managed to find finally lucina and finally get to uh access to her all right so you managed to find lucina and how she's been assigned to this latest uh little uh surface worlds uh survey 
of course, being a broken world, uh, it's not just the uh, the nice flat surfaces. Uh, there are sections of uh, broken, uh, the shattered stone, where you have to fly between the sections, which is almost like flying in an asteroid field. And uh, you need to find the latest uh, adamantine vein or whatever vein. There's some surveys that uh, look promising. And they want to compete, of course, with the uh, Asimet side. And she, they've discovered that she's one of the best pilots that have been recently uh, uh, sentenced to the stone. And now uh, Udo has been assigned as uh, one of the guards aboard that uh, that ship, along with uh, Hatru and a few others, technicians to run the sensors and so forth. But Lucina will be focusing on piloting, avoiding any obstacles between the, uh, the various uh, parts of the planet and other little bits that are still in gravity. Is there a co-pilot seat? There is. There is. I'll set it. I'll I'll oh. make I'll make my way to it and All probably right. sit in it and help her co-pilot. Okay. She kind of looked at you, you know, wondering how skilled you might be, uh, doubting how uh, you're. Maybe you're looking at the controls as if they might bite you. So. <laughs> well, sure. it's more of a it's more of a natural ability type of thing <laughs> natural <laughs> agility kind of things like you know what i know you're the pilot i'm just here something happens to you, you have a heart attack or something like that <clears throat> uh-huh well i'm not i'm not going any um uh sir i'm strapped in here i've been told what to do and i'm going to do it i i, I don't want to die on this little uh, pointless run of you guy of yours finding a new vein well, shit, I don't want to die either, so keep it straight, keep it level. Do what you do. <clears throat> straight and level, we're definitely going to run into some of those uh, chunks. So I'm going to bob and weave like you've never seen. So I hope you didn't eat anything that might come up and spew all over my control panel. Well. I don't need, I don't need any chunks uh, in in my buttons. and. Uh, and <laughs> well, if, no. if that happens, I can fix it. We don't need to fix it. It might not have time to fix it. <laughs> There's always time for me to fix things. Uh, we'll see about that. All right. So she takes off. And uh, all the sensors are going off. Like, all right. Apparently the Asimets are also trying to find this uh, this vein of apparently some gemstones that might be even uh, more valuable than the adamantium. Uh, so how pocket. small is it? How big is this ship? Is this, oh. is this, is this, I mean, are, would her and I have a moment of it's just us two? Or maybe if, if, um, if Hatru, if it's just us three, anytime, meaning any of the guards far enough away where I might be able to, like, I don't know, whisper to her without anybody hearing? Or there's is it been, really small? It's no, uh, there's the, the, the cockpit, which of course has the pilot, co pilot, and sensors. Yep. Uh, which Hachu probably can run. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, just in case there's anything really interesting on the sense on the on the surface close, there'd be another guard on another section of the ship with a few other prisoners if they need to 
land on the surface and do a more intensive survey. But you can probably have some time, yeah, alone. Uh, All right. So using skullduggery, probably this would probably be a skullduggery check to whisper to her. Or maybe yeah. stealth. I don't know. One of stealth. the two. Um, maybe stealth. Um, to basically let her know. Okay. That why that I'm here, Hatru is here. Okay. To get her oh. get the information from her. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know yeah, what I mean. Uh, it's so much stealth because you you know with all the piloting and noises of the the, the engines going on, this is a a small shuttle kind of thing. It, it looks blocky. If if mm-hmm. it were in an atmosphere, it would drop like a rock. But it's gotcha. in zero G, so it just has thrusters, all kinds of sections. Imagine so how many other guards are there? Just Under two sh- more guards. Two with other guards? Of, yeah, okay. with five prisoners okay. uh, that are somewhat geologically technology uh, savvy. But they're they're more uh, the aft section. Yeah. So okay. So basically, I'd like to make a large version of the small mining ship that they had in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. The ship that has all kinds of little laser balls on the, the outer surface. Okay. But a little bigger version of that. All right. So, so I'll make a so I'll, so I'll, so I guess uh, you want me to make the stealth check then. A stealth check? You don't not actually need it. Maybe either. A I, I do have. I do have a. I do have a. Um, one rank in stealth. Oh, you want something else? Um, or social? You're trying to convince her to, to social. Open up. Yeah. 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 Um, not that good at social checks. Um, <laughs> I could charm her. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Some charm. Not deceiving. It's not. This is not going to be deception. I don't right. want to fool her at all. So it's going to be more of my southern charm. You can cooperate with Hatru, who's there, who can, you can work with. Okay, is there a way to cancel my roll, what I'm doing here? No, just uh, all the click the dice. Oh, click, click all the dice. dice out of there. Gotcha. All right, so I'm going to think charm. Hatru, I have two green and charm. <laughs> what do you got? Anything to help? Uh, Two green and charm? I, I, I don't. I, I'm not charming. So a boost die. All right. Probably right to help me. Go with one person doing the skill and one with the boost dice. All right. And then, um, yeah, basically just to charm her, just to basically, basically what I'm doing, I'm like, hey, been sent here by uh, <laughs> Lady Pirlion. Pearly on um to that uh we need get we need to get the information you have they know where your ship is and if we can we will get you off planet get you out of here but we need the information right you did know before coming into this mission that Lady Pearly on and uh, Viscount Marcota would be trying to get her out but this might be like long term diplomacy channels trying to get her off. Through the paperwork, there'd be probably with some red tape. They might probably be able to get her off, but that'd be a long time from now. Who knows? But you're trying to get trying to get her to open up right now, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'll give you. Wait, wait a second. Now, is the intention to break her out of this as well? 
If you could, that would be bonus. If we could, but, okay. Uh, yep. The okay. basic information is we need to get information. Information about her and the system and her ship, where her ship is. And that what would... I will do is what I will do is I will um I will what I also want to do part of this charm check, mm-hmm. um, is let her know. I will try and protect you as much as I possibly can. All right. Look I'll out give for you. you I'll can. give you a free advantage with that. One okay. That. I'll add an advantage. Okay. What's the difficulty here then? Uh, oh, and by the way, I am, regardless of the, I am going to flip a story point. Okay. All right. So I will replace one of my green with a yellow. Okay. And what's the difficulty you want? What's your... to get the planet? Um, your brass dragon that helps in the equation. Okay. Uh, I'll give you an extra boost dice in there. Cool. Lady, missing Lady Pearly on. Hmm. Maybe she's heard that. Drop the name. Yeah. Name drop him for the win. Oh, I think yeah. With a uh, the boost dice and the advantage, that should be enough. I think. Okay, and this is to get her to open up, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, difficult, difficulty. Yeah. Difficulty would be uh, one red. Charm. One. What is it? Charm. Charm versus what is it? Is it discipline? I can't remember what charm goes against. I think it's discipline. If I remember correctly, it's school. Discipline. Right, Tony. Discipline. Is that what it is? I think so. Let me just go real quick. It's um, a discipline. Yes, <laughs> it's a discipline. <laughs> All right. One, one purple, one red. One red, one purple. All right. And I'm um, not, I'm not upgrading. So I got a I got a yellow, a green, two blue, a red, a purple, and a free advantage. Yes. Is this gonna be my first successful check? Hopefully. Yes, it sure the hell is. <laughs> Three successes, two advantages. Excellent. So you do manage to convince her that yeah, you're you're on the up and up. Mm-hmm. So get her to open up, basically. Right. All right. And maybe with the two advantages. She actually gives us a little bit of information now to start, right. maybe. That's it. So mm-hmm. while while she's maneuvering through the debris between the sections of the planet, uh, she managed to avoid, of course, quite a few uh, near misses uh, and get some good readings for uh, the survey team, whatever. Uh, you're, you're talking to her. Damn, you're a hell of a pilot. Shit. And something like that. Yeah, schmoozing up to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she hit her ship. Uh, she said something of, about bobbing and weaving. I'm like, you know what? I had a, I, I had, I have an uncle Bob. He had a, he had this little uh, thing at uh, my home planet there that uh, he he flew. I did mm. York a bit on his control panel, but he didn't mind. <laughs> um, he flew as crazy as this, and I think I'm doing all right. Well, so far. So far. <laughs> So, didn't roll any uh, threats, so <laughs> it's good. Exactly. <laughs> no, she was able <laughs> to, to 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 avoid uh, any major uh, obstacles. So yeah, she can uh, definitely tell you where the the ship is. Okay. It has it has a lot of data. Um, okay. Can supply you with the coordinates. Of course, okay. I want I want off this planet, obviously. With the advantages, uh, she manages maybe to get. Uh, she knows how she might be able to get uh, changed to her own her own assignment instead of being just a miner uh, picking at rocks uh, to uh, to someone who would be able to uh, 
be near the the main port where all the cargo ships come in and out. All right. You know what? Maybe I can get assigned to you then to watch over you. Yeah, because we can get both about because that the, my ship is basically it's it's a living ship. It's key to my DNA as well. Uh, you might be able to hack through it, but it was it'll take a while. And I did put in some safeguards. If you guys can take me out of here, it'll be so much easier for for me to give you the information. All right. Well, I'm not sure what all that living ship ship means, but it sounds fancy, and I believe you. She looks over at uh, (laughs) Have you ever worked on elven ships? I've worked on a lot of things. Uh, Give me a second. Yeah, he's not really. I think I've worked on an elven one. I don't remember. It's been too. It's been too long. Well, if it was living, it probably, it probably, it probably touched your jimmies or something like that, Hatru, or whatever. It might have nuzzled up against you. Maybe tried to give you a hug. (laughs) Make a a mechanics check uh, how true uh easy and yeah an average check i'm not flipping anything uh, either i'd give yourself a boost die for for uh for it since you've lived so long <laughs> i have three boost dice on this there you go go ahead because i automatically have one from being a cobalt i uh, have one from my mechanics toolkit <laughs> one from that all right a yellow a green three blue two purple Oh, well, there three successes and two threats. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I scratch my brain a little bit trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you definitely have worked on uh, on living ships. They're very different than mechanical. Uh, it takes a very, very, very specific toolkit in, in this case. Uh, but yeah, you know that she's she's telling the truth that uh, it would be very, very touch and go for you to try to to hack into it and get any information out of it. So maybe too strained just with the threats. Like, oh no, you don't want her to to not be there. You want her to be there if you if you can. Oh, yeah, I remember. But, I remember those things. Those uh, are those are hard. Oops. That'll make me not too too hard. Yeah, we we'll we'll try they're unique well. ships. They're very reliable ships, very tough ships. Where is your cell located at? <laughs> well, she gives you the coordinates, but she uh, she withholds part of the coordinates. Like, I'll, I'll give you the last four digits uh, if you manage to get me out of here. That, that, that's why I'm asking you where your cell is, the cell you stay in oh, at night. Cell, yeah, I got yeah. that already. That's not a problem. We know, yeah. where, we know where that's at. Yeah. I'm just asking. I need to know maintenance tunnels near it. I, I can make a path. Rungo, <laughs> Rungo was able to, to find all that information. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, don't be surprised if you hear noises through the wall or something. It'll probably just be me. All right. Nothing he, bad, he, I promise. You, you know what? He, he's really not that creepy as he sounds or looks. He's really a sweet little guy. I don't Before. look creepy. <laughs> right, and uh, and and I was, yeah. That's when that's when you 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 Hatu, you you look down. The, the the short uh, like stair slash ladder leads to the back section. You're not sure if one of the guards or prisoners overheard your conversation with Lucina. Uh, Part of the strain, maybe. Yeah. That's the stressing them out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Heard them talking about going through the tunnels and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm trying> to... <laughs> All right. Mm, okay. We got some. 
some good information here. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> What's your next? And I recorded it all because I'm recording yeah. everything. So you know where her cell, her prison cell is. And while this is going on, they uh, they managed to find a nice uh, sapphire vein. It's not that big, but for sapphire, it doesn't have to be big to be valuable. Then they managed to uh, to get there before the Asimut uh, survey team got there and claim it. Because even uh, some of the, these gemstones can be valuable as part of uh, all kinds of components for star casters, artificial gravity, uh, and other uh, technology slash uh, arcane wear. So this is a good thing for uh, for the Kesemet side of the. Uh, so they give you commendations for uh, for the prisoners and the staff, prison staff, uh, who are aboard the the shuttle. Nice. Well, shiny. So what the fuck is it? God damn it, Hatru! Give it back, you fucker. I didn't take yours. That's mine. Hey, why do you have two then? Damn it! Because they gave me two. No, they didn't give me one of those. <laughs> oh shit! No, if you lost yours, you lost yours. They gave no, me two I... for being an extra good mechanic. They each gave us one. Damn it! All right, you... fuck. They gave me two for being good mechanic. <laughs> all right all right so you guys maybe meet up all three of you to discuss what, what you have to do next later on that night or, a couple days later, or, or yeah uh, time can can go by a little bit faster sometimes here and there okay weren't we on a time crunch though we don't want her to die as soon as possible right. but yeah uh, right yeah. now she's proven her her value, at least as a pilot, so she's been uh, right. bumped up from uh, just mere uh, pickaxer to uh, a skilled prisoner. Okay. Uh, okay. So, um, so yeah, I guess we relay. So I guess we would go back. So after our shifts or whatever, we go back to our ship. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And then. Um, relay the information what we found out um yeah she won't be giving us the last four digits of the location of where fucker ship is and it's living so we'll have to ask it to go on board or whatever the fuck i don't know what the hell that means it <laughs> means it's really hard to work with it will only cooperate with the person who's bonded with it i think i don't remember it's been too long but it, it, it's a nuisance is what it is we need her to come with us for it to not be a nuisance it well, would do we be need a... all of her? Don't we need like? Couldn't we like get a hand or something? <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I've watched, I watched she some movies, you know, heist movies and shit, and you know, like cut out eyeballs, you know, to kind of hang in front of the thing. She needs to be she alive. Oh, she doesn't. Damn it! All right. Well. <clears throat> all right. Cookie. Cookie there. Yes. Pickled elven eyeballs. Ever made it? No. Who would eat okay. such a thing? I don't this know. This is not a culinary dish. You can't <laughs> ask me to cook things that aren't what do you a mean? culinary dish. You can you can make anything I thought. <laughs> I, I'm not Every once in a while. I'm not will be party to cannibalism, though. That is. Not, 
What do you mean Elf cannibalism? You're not. What do you have elf blood in you or something? Yeah, sentient cannibalism is not the definition of the eater. Okay, I. <laughs> not everything is meat. Wait a there's second. A, there's, there's a. You got a lot of meat on you, big boy. <laughs> I must say, I'm pretty yes. sure you can feed my clan for a fucking month. No kidding. Are no you disrespect. The, you come but, from a planet where people, where dragon people eat the normal people. It's not a fucking dragon. We're going to eat it. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> there is something seriously wrong with you. Hey, you go to the adamantine, adamantine cooking culinary thing. I have an adamantine stomach, so they It is say. strictly forbidden by imperial law to feed sentient free people as a food. All right. Well, <laughs> good to know. Well, I'll keep that off my list, but I'm still going to ask you those questions. Although, although in some hours, it's a hick. Eat your soup. <laughs> I think I lost control of the group. No. <laughs> We're just role playing. That's all. I know. Because I picture, I picture um, Udo just try because he's trying to find something that Cookie can't cook that tastes good. Because everything Cookie's made tastes good to him, regardless. Because yeah. you know, I mean, whatever the hell backwoods possum, backwood planet possum tastes like, he's eating it right. And whatever the hell, but cookies probably made it taste like a freaking seven star meal. And I think every once in a while, I picture Udo coming in and just making up shit. Udo or or Cookie got one for you. You know, just make up shit like I said, like pickled elven eyeballs. <laughs> Ever done it? <laughs> anyway, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on your wavelength. Are you? But while we're doing this be. planning, um, mm. I look at you two, and after I hear about all the information that you two gathered, and I've served up our dinner, and we're sitting in like basically an apartment planning this. And, uh, so what are you saying? We got to do a prisoner break? Huh? Yes. Well, yeah, we could. It, this is prison break. We need to get her out. We can try. Uh, I uh, I think maybe I can uh, maybe uh, secretly uh, cause a warden to uh, take a happy nap and have access to his computers. <clears throat> okay. And then, yeah, because I think she, she said something about getting reassigned to the, like, near the port. And get me on her detail, maybe personal bodyguard or whatever the fuck. I will do what I can. Yeah, that sounds like and a plan. I can try and map out good uh, a good route to get out. Maybe using maintenance tunnels, you know, less open, guards not there often, because it's just us maintenance guys. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Well, you gotta keep an eye. Uh, and I, and he looks at he lo <laughs> so Udo Udo looks at you, then he looks at. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe you and her, the skinny little elf chick, probably get through there. Maintenance. Well, yes, great. we can. We can go in and out easily. She's the one we have to worry about sneaking out. Right. You could sneak out with her. Well, of course. That's what I'm here for. I, okay. I, good. I, I guide her. Yeah. And I'll just play. Gosh, stupid. Your brain. I'll, I'll play the. 
right. I try. Do you? Sometimes it doesn't feel like you do. I want my badge back, goddammit. It was mine. I don't know what you're talking about. You did not get two, you little bastard. <laughs> yes, I did. I got two for being excellent mechanic. Then why does that one have Udo's a picture on it? <laughs> See? Thank because, you. Because they they took a different picture from a different angle of me. I'm cobalt. I look kind of like Dragon King. It's, 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 it's a whole camera thing. Camera malfunction. I don't know. That's good stuff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Stefan? Yes. You can have All the right. reins back. Your back to you, buddy. I think we got a plan. <laughs> yep. All right. So she's being assigned to uh, shuttle pilots between uh, cargo vessels. Uh, in the meantime, while you were stationed here, the... Uh, Purple Goblin has sometimes has left and come back uh, at least once. Okay. Um, they've left a message that they would leave just in case the uh, the peekaboo uh, just on the fringe of the system in case you needed uh, access to the ship and, okay. and a quick uh, trip out. But so far, doesn't seem to be. So they've picked it up again and it's back aboard. Uh, one of the hidden hidden cargo pods. Okay. Now she, uh, yeah, she's assigned to uh, some of the shuttles to load uh, ore and some of the recent uh, uh, iron adamantine and also the recent uh, sapphire that they've uh, they found. Uh, the, those pods, of course, are not as big, but it's heavier security and uh, with your brass dragon heritage uh, they've assigned you uh, to be part of that uh, detail trust you being half dragon uh, as uh, part of the uh, 10a uh, trading company which is part of that copper dragon uh, trading company there She's got an exclusive contract uh, with uh, the Kesemet uh, section of the prison. So you've gotten used to the, the whole routine, uh, what they do. Um, if you guys want to plan ahead, uh, try to plan and uh, make a... I don't know how you want to do this to, uh, to get her off the system. And onto either the purple goblin or just on the uh, the peekaboo and get out. The purple gob purple goblin is slow, of course, not as heavily armored or armed, whereas the uh, the peekaboo is much smaller, fast, and uh, maneuverable. It'd be probably easy, very easy to get uh, onto that ship and out. All right, so. Would we be able to have her fly one of these shuttle ships to a place where there might be a lot of rocks or what do you call them? Asteroids or whatever the fuck up there. Maybe <clears throat> have some explosions ready. Looking at you, Hatrick. Maybe explode that fucker. 
I can put try. it on some autopilot or whatever. Get her onto our peekaboo. Autopilot that fucker into a goddamn asteroid. Maybe fake her death in some way and whatever the hell. Let's get what the hell. I can't hear you, goddamn a cookie. That got the fucking you got that damn th- that blender on too high. They call it into the <laughs> shell game. <laughs> shell game, yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, like. And I hate this fucking word for this damn game. It's called Three Dragon Ante or whatever the hell. I don't know. It's called <laughs> Dragon Ante. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Seems it's like a gambling game. Oh, it's right. a three card Monty. Three card Monty, three Dragon Ante. I don't know. Yeah, th- yeah three card Monty. You've got it's to find called the shell game. It's a, well, you want them to look over here while you do something over here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something like That's that. That's actually the smartest thing you ever thought of. <laughs> you ever? get the cookie. <laughs> from cookie yeah to say I, hand, that I hand him another sugar cookie <laughs> and you know what every once in a while you see you see udo when he like sniffs it a little bit of a little bit of flame comes out of his nostrils to kind of caramelize the extra sugar that he puts on top to kind of ah that's how i like it right there <laughs> almost like brulee it right the creme brulee like the brulee <laughs> Right. <laughs> you made more of the sugar cookies? Oh, yes, they're, they're almost done. <laughs> I made this one special for Udo. Oh. He, always, he always likes the ones with the extra sugar. Yes. Why don't I get special sugar cookie? Uh, what do you want on yours? Whatever you normally do. They're really good. I like I them. I add the maple syrup to yours. Oh. Interesting. Need me to brulee that for you? You stay then, away. Keep your, I can relay it for you if you keep want. Keep your to. fire to yourself. And you then for some reason, there's always a fortune with it, and this one says, "Let the deeds speak." <laughs> yes, my good deeds speak well. I got two accommodations for being an expert <laughs> mechanic. Whereas the one, whereas the one for damn sure that's my picture. On the mind of the flying bird. I'm really not seeing what fucking angle they could have taken that picture for it, you to look like me. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> it could have been lens flare. We don't know. Solar solar lens flare. It caused what issue with camera. What the hell is a lens flare? You're just making up words now. Why don't I just say, I don't know, light beam. Those are a thing. Lens. No, they're not. Light, light beam beams are not. a thing. What do you think a flashlight creates? It creates a beam of light. <laughs> light beam. All right. All right, guys. How do you guys plan on getting her out of here? So I think the plan is we're going to find a small asteroid um, cluster in the area. Mm-hmm. We're going to leak to the the warden that there might be some um, cash find there or something. Put her, get her name put on the survey, and have her travel to that asteroid field. Meanwhile, we're going to mine it and be standing by with the peekaboo so that we can destroy the little shuttle she's in and sneak her off with the peekaboo. All right. Something like that. Yeah. I think that's what we haphazardly threw together. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a plan. You know, I'll tell you, you know, there are things that pop into my head that I don't know where the hell to come from. And I just throw it out there, and you and like right. your like the ingredients cookie. You just kind of put them together. If if yeah, to if it a nice little meal. If enough, <laughs> if enough ingredients stick to the wall, then they go into the pot. <laughs> That's right. You <laughs> scrape them off, fillet it, 
brulee it, flambe it. Did you know that that's where a sukiyaki come from? The <laughs> chef walked into the kitchen went, I don't know what to make. So took this, took that, took this, threw it all in pot. Sukiyaki! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love so it when you teach me cooking shit. <laughs> all right. So we'll call this a uh, another skill check. Uh, all right. Part of the thing will definitely be part of it. Some deception, I think. Uh, we'll, yeah, uh, oh yeah. Just a bit. Just a little bit of deception. I'm thinking, well, let's see. So if we're going out there, up there, deception. Well, computers to get her put onto the schedule. Maybe to yeah. mess with the schedule. Yeah. Mechanics to set the explosives. Yep. Yeah. Um, We've got four so far. Would we need some skullduggery or stealth? I think skullduggery definitely some cunning. I mean, it's, I mean, we're not necessarily sneaking her out. No, we're just, just we're just getting her out there. Right? Yeah, trying to get her out, but with paperwork slash, you know. Uh, well, well, here's well, okay, then here's a question. Uh, Stefan, um, are yep. there going to be any other guards besides myself on this shuttle? Possibly. You never know. At if there more. is, then let's do like a uh, let's do like a ranged heavy check, and I'll hit him with. I'll uh, thinking I'll I'll knock him out with like a shotgun, the shotgun okay. blast. You know what I mean? So range some some sort of combat check to knock them out. Okay. <clears throat> and a stealth set the ambush. Yeah, stealth. Yeah. All right, so one, so piloting, deception, computers, mechanics, skullduggery, ranged, and stealth. Sounds good. That's a, that's a long list, but that works. That's a long list, but that's okay. We'll call it uh, 10 successes versus five failures for the fuse. Okay. All righty then. All right. Oh, listeners, so we're at this. So they're trying to get the pilot, Lucina, into a position where they can at least escort her off in out system. All right. I like this plan. I take it we <laughs> slept since the last encounter, so yeah, all strain is gone? Yeah, strain can be gone. Okay. This can be over a couple of days since last. Uh, with the, the, uh, the run for the sapphire uh, mining thing. So, no problem. Okay. All right. So, who wants to go first? So, I'm going to help Hatru uh, in finding and setting up the, or finding the spot to set up the explosives. All right. Um, I guess, actually, you know what? I think it makes more sense for one of them to go before me. I'll be just doing kind of the physical labor part of it. Okay. One of you guys go. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, Hatru, did you want to do that computers check to start with to kind of get her? I mean, or are we assuming that's happening already, that she's going, going on there? You know what I mean? Because we were talking a deception to kind of get this plan up. Like, hey, there's this fake fake thing out in this asteroid system <clears throat> i could do that i could come up with that i'll do a deception check to kick this I think, off yeah 
Start starting off with the deception might be uh I'll do that. Um average check. Alright, uh give yourself uh next for boost dice as Coben has been helping out behind the scenes. Okay. So that would be three green, a blue, and two purple. Right. For this check. Well, I've got three story points on my side, one on your side. So I'm going to flip one because, you know, things can go horribly wrong. At the start, you know it. Okay. I'm good. Here we go. Go ahead. Nice. Two successes, one threat, however, though, that I got. So So two versus ten. All right. So you managed to get with the deception to get her to to be on the on the ship uh, or, at least, uh, or set up the situation that yeah there's an, uh, some kind of small or rogue asteroid that came off the uh, the main planet maybe during the last run maybe we should yeah and uh, it could be valuable mm-hmm. okay cool and then the threat what do you want with the threat, the threat uh, there, yeah one strain that the information could have been leaked to the SMS side oh shit so they might be there too. Fuck. You never know. All right, that's it. Who's next? Sean, go ahead. I think it's time for you to start working on the explosives. I will uh, create the explosive, the the trap that will All trigger right. when uh, when I decide it will trigger. So that's a mechanics check. All right. I because I am creating a trap, I get a boost die from being a cobalt. I get a boost die to any skill check that involves traps. I've got my mechanics kit, so I got a boost <laughs> die there. I automatically get a boost die from on mechanics because cobalt. So I've got three boost dice currently. <laughs> All right. Very good. Thanks for another. You could ask for another, dude. <laughs> because your expertise, buddy. Come on. You're, yeah, I'm in, working I, with ex- explosives. I'm going to flip a story point so you get three <laughs> story points on your side. It won't be mine. That's fine. That's fine. Because uh, I'm I'm going to be spending one to upgrade. Um, oops. Uh, but because it's your desire man my specific sense. field of mechanics is traps and i will be using some and it's maybe your desire leftover, to be the best at it though right maybe some leftover explosives like a maybe a missile or something from our peekaboo <laughs> i get a boost die because i'm using some very good materials that i know oh, well or nice. <laughs> <Fine>, yes <laughs> next one <repeat. laughs> So I'm looking at I'm looking at two yellow, four blue, one red, one purple. If you ask for the boost dice, you might get it. Especially with your your GM is half drunk or completely lit. Oh, you're not all drunk by now. Damn. Yeah, Damn it. I thought for sure we'd have had you on the sauce with that role playing we were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, my my whiskey bottle is empty now. So. <laughs> Anything else to the dice pool? I don't think so. <laughs> Ask for another one. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be asking for too much. Oh. 
Four success, Woo-hoo. four advantage. <laughs> All right. That's so awesome. two. So more, four more there. Yeah, so six. Nice. And four advantages. So you do manage to set some of those traps in advance. You can have a, a delayed fuse whenever you want. Uh, and what do you want to do with your advantages? Or do, um, with my advantages, I have it, the trap set up that I can have a detonator, which I will, I will actually use another one of my talents here, uh, deep pockets. Once per session, your character may use this talent to produce a small item, but narratively useful item from their pockets, backpack, or similar receptacle. Um, uh, less than a hundred credits for a zero to one encumbrance. I'm going to say I just so happen to have a spare detonator on me that mm-hmm. I can key this up to perfectly so that when I click it, it'll cause the explosive to go off and use the advantages to basically make it so that they can't tell it was hooked up to a detonator. Ah, very good. Very good. And maybe, maybe here's, here's something <clears throat> you have, um, you have placed these explosions up there, the, the explosives up there so well that as long as the, shuttle is in the area center of all these explosions it'll be a complete destruction of the shuttle no identity you won't no be able to identify left. no basically no evidence left yeah that's what i was thinking right you know what i mean because <clears throat> she won't be on there maybe nobody else will either i don't know what we're going to do with the extra people <laughs> we'll get everybody off of there i don't know <laughs> That's up to you guys. Yeah. I mean, All right. Yeah, I'll spend the advantage to do that as well. All I right. can do both. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Just so we got thought. six successes out of ten. All Sweet. right. I'll be doing piloting. I'll be piloting the peekaboo into uh, into Ooh. the area. And right. is that piloting, or do you want me to do the stealth to hide it? Oh. Well, are you trying to hide it? Yeah, we're trying to have it hidden on station nearby to get her when she goes EVA. Okay, well, that'll be stealth then. Okay, all right. Then I'll be rolling stealth. Yes. Um, And I will be be flipping a player story point. Right. I guess I can't. You'll have to do it for me. Okay. Not letting me. No problem. Yeah, it doesn't let me either. Okay. Um, So... What's my difficulty? Two average for a uh, piloting check? Uh, yeah. Stealth check? Average, yeah. It's part of the. Uh, just check the peekaboo explorer ship. Does the peekaboo have any bonuses to stealth maneuvers? That's what I'm checking to see here. Gosh, with uh, a name like peekaboo, I sure hope she does. Well, this one is, <clears throat> yes, modified so with some baffling technology a little bit so give yourself a boost dice <gasps> yay all right cool. <laughs> yeah. all right anything else uh, i'm good on my end that's the first failed check it is zero successes with a threat but with a threat all right so peekaboo doesn't really hide well so maybe um Right, so the man, the captain's piloted out out there, but you 
I'm so leading far. it. I'm guiding. It's our plan. So I'm guiding them, telling them where to go. You know? Yeah, exactly. So he's guided it. He's stationary. You know, it's, no, nothing else has happened bad to it. But uh, I'll I'll bank that threat. Uh, story wise, not a problem. I've got a few ideas. No okay. problem there. All right. <clears throat> round one. Damn I will round one. So by the end of round two, if the the ten successes haven't been met. Something will happen, no matter what. Uh, I've got a, a, an idea, but if you you, you do manage, okay. I'll modify what I've. You'll succeed, maybe, in uh, in doing what you uh, you want. Of course, this is not a round that just lasts like six seconds. This could be a couple of hours. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. So we'll. I think I'll go. I'll go next. Over. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go. We're starting a new round, right? I'll yep. go first this round, and my stealth check is going to be performing that ambush on the shuttle because i'm the only one on the shuttle with her the other um uh what do you call it passengers or whatever Mm -hmm. um to take out the guard or guards um so kind of preparing that ambush doing a stealth check to get the drop on them basically to take the guards down for the prison quote-unquote prison break off the shuttle if you will okay okay so I've right. got a yellow, two green, two blue. So my strength is that I'm adaptable. Yes. <laughs> to the situation of never really being in this situation before. You know, of you know, well I have. I've I've been able to stealth and, you know, ambush people all over. I'm just kind of adapting it from instead of ambushing my older brothers and my uncle in the woods in my backwater planet guards instead with rock salt and a fucking shotgun. God damn it. So do I get boost die? Oh yeah, sure. Why not? All that for boost die. <laughs> and you're half drunk. Okay. Yep. All right. Do you want to do anything to this pool? Uh, yeah, might as well. I've got three story points on my side. I'll flip one and uh, upgrade your check. All right. So yellow two green, a blue, a red, and a purple. All right. All right, here we go. Yes, one more success and an advantage. All right, so we got one more success. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so with... And I think uh, with that, um, that advantage, I'm going to pass it off to... <clears throat> the next player to go because I'm able to send a burst transmission, either my comm link or from the, from like the, the, the co-pilot's chair or whatever, or maybe from my data pad that Hatru set up, we're able to coordinate my ambush with whatever they're doing, right? To kind of, we're getting close kind of thing. And it'll okay. be a boost eye to their, somebody's next check, whoever goes next. Okay. All right. Sounds good. For that. Like they know I'm close. I'm able to let them know I'm close and that'll help them or something. All right. So. I've used some of the threat that you guys have generated in the last mm-hmm. couple of uh, checks. And uh, on the, let's say, opposition side, they uh, they failed, but they also had an advantage and a triumph. So whatever you're doing, they're not sure exactly what's going on. But they're they have an inkling that it's something 
something bad's going down, and they're a bit more on alert, but they're not totally aware of what exactly or where you guys are. Okay. <clears throat> I will automatically add a setback dice on the next two checks for this round. Okay. Okay. So, room cookie. Who's next? Yep. Well, I convinced the captain since the st- the ship is kind of sticking out like a sore thumb out here in this mm-hmm. asteroid field. I convince him to sit off in a holding pattern, and instead, I'll stay in the area in an EVA suit. Okay. And collect her that way. Right. Well, okay. that's going to require me to wait for hours in an EVA suit. Right. Require- that sounds like a resilience check to me. Yeah, resilience, yeah, definitely sounds uh, plausible or discipline, but I think res- resilience would be definitely uh, possible. A um, couple I'll of extra, uh, extra extra oxygen tanks to, just in case. <clears throat> yep, I'll do the resilience, um, and I'll take uh, – so this what, – what's the difficulty? It's not one of our skills on the list, so. It would be hard. Okay. And uh, a setback die or two, you said for me. One one setback die. I basically do setback dice for, but one for two, one for each check. Let's say you and uh, the next character going. So how true? Okay. And so you got two story points on your side and one two on mine. So. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm definitely not an EVA kind of guy. So I'm gonna try and count on a lot of luck here. So I'll spend a, a, a character story point, please. All right. No problem. Uh, Go ahead. Upgrade yeah. that. I'm not spending one on, on my end. I am not. Here we go. It's two yellow, two green, three purple, and a black. I had a single success, three threat, and a triumph. But a triumph. All right. So you now you're at five, six, seven, eight successes. Getting close. So because I'd like my triumph to be because I am the size, even though I'm big, I am still only the size of a living being, and mm-hmm. I do not show up on any sensors. Right. You look so like I'm a stout. fucking asteroid. A very small piece of debris that was ejected from the uh, peekaboo. <laughs> I'm sitting out here, not under thrust, just sitting out here in, in an EVA suit, waiting right. for a shuttle so that I can catch someone who goes EVA and and kind of maneuvering thruster them away before an explosion goes off. Well, your your EVA suit does have one of those Monarch uh, uh, flight, flight systems. So oh, basically good. very short butterfly kind of wings. But that will work even in the vacuum of space, so a bit, almost like a jet kind of thing. <clears throat> Excellent. It's it's techno magic. The threat, That's though, true. is that of course when you exited the ship, you may have uh, uh, emitted a bit more energy of along one of the spectrums uh, than than expected. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Hatru, your turn. Gesundheit. Yes. <laughs> I am going to make a deception check. My goal is to 
basically start leaking out rumors and lies to the guards that there's a riot planned on this day at this time at this location just so that their attention will be more focused on that not the other thing going on all right nice very good (laughs) the network and we said that that was part of the skills so it's only average difficulty um I, will uh, I, do, I do have a step back. To hack the prison system. But I'll still give you a boost eyes because it's a good idea. All right. Um, I'm going to spend a point because... <laughs> do it. It's important. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a shady little cobalt. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm looking at one yellow, three green, one blue, one red, one purple, one black. Right. That's cool. <laughs> Another <Okay>. rainbow. <laughs> yes. You got this. Ooh. Taste the rainbow. Two successes, Ooh. one threat, one triumph. Oh, yes! <laughs> Holy triumphs, yes. guys. Is that, is that our ten? Yeah, that's uh, our ten. That's our ten nice. successes. <laughs> All right. So you managed to get off, you know, maybe some explosions that <laughs> blow up. Shuttle while, uh, you know, the uh, the crew aboard managed to escape in the pods or whatever. Maybe the triumph. No, no one actually dies, but at least you, know, you get Lacina to uh, in the proper trajectory towards uh, Rungo. Cool. Sweet. And uh, Udo, right. Udo is actually Udo is actually going to take the. Um, one of the pods in so because we didn't quite get to that point did mm-hmm. he knock out the guards or whatever or i'm just thinking would he have gone with the guards knock them uh, out i don't know to you. i'll leave that up to you if you want to uh if you want to make the roll and just see how well even though you succeeded you can see still see if you can add even more to the narrative what you were you were aiming at well let's see here your range combat or or melee combat or whatever one Mm. if you're looking if you're knocking them out with the butt of your of your gun or or shoot them or something or shoot them on stun so the plan was for you to leave with her um and basically be written off as one who was uh who you know oh you know what that's what it'll be that's what it'll be i think we would basically, her and I would try and tell everybody to eject, right? Right. Get everybody off first. Function. Malfunction. Right. Yeah. And the malfunction, I'm up, you know, we're both flying it. I'm up in the co-pilot seat with them. Get everybody off. Once everybody's off, then we sneak away, go behind, you know, where you are and able to get us both off and then it explodes. Okay. That's perfect. I don't have to roll anything. Yeah, that's good. All right. Perfect. Yeah, and we're right. off. Maybe the the actual cockpit like acts acts like like a, an escape pod itself. Sure, yeah, that'll work. No, well, yeah, or we probably want it all intact. Right. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Because you're you're the only one with Lucina in the ship. The other two guys are mm-hmm. aboard the Kaboo. Yeah, and we get to we get to um, Cookie there, and he yeah. gets us. We get to the ship, back to the ship. Right. 
and then she autopilot and then it's the autopilot is set to kind of go into the explosion zone and yeah the captain destroyed just to uh capture the little escape pod with you and uh lucina on it mm-hmm. and uh, and rungo mm. with all the explosion going on a little dust and stuff and yeah you head out system and teleport out starcaster activates who do you and you're not sure but there the captain says well, i'm not sure but some other ship uh may have just uh been at the periphery of the explosion on the opposite side uh, uh it may have left uh the prison as well uh it may have been on a search pattern I don't know if it detected us, but uh, there was another ship out there as you uh, teleport out. Well, that's some, the, some of the accumulated threat and stuff, but not, gotcha. not enough, I guess, I guess to uh, get any more than that. <clears throat> so, Lucina, does this look like me or does this look like him from like a side picture? It is me. I promise. It's me. It, it's uh. Show her this a, fucking badge. Damn it! That's my it, medal. It's me. It's just got a lens flare on it. Do you plan on keeping it as a collector's item? You're not a prison guard. You know all that, right? No, but it's kind of shiny and I don't know, kind of a little remember, a remember thing, you know. Well, you know where it is every any time you need it. Well, well, that's true. <laughs> who, but he, who knows? He might incorporate it or melt it down into something. Who the fuck knows? It might I be do, part of one of his traps. <laughs> I do wonder if it would be good material for explosive. Or a conductor. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? I could use it as a trigger plate for a mine. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll call uh, oh, that session one, chapter one. The Breakout. Very nice. Awesome. I want to break free. <laughs> I want to break free. Yeah, you probably want to anyone break free for singing? us as players. Yeah, everyone probably. Wants, any listener who wants me to stop singing, just uh, send some uh, listener feedback and say, <laughs> Stefan, stop singing, please. <laughs> stop mangling the Queen song. <laughs> All right. Shall we? He's sitting in his grave. <laughs> All right, shall we end this thing then? Yes, yes, and give ah, yourself okay. 20 XP uh, to all of you. Excellent. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, that was session one of our Dragon Star actual play being run by Stefan there. And you called this what? The Breakout? The name of that session? Uh, yep, pretty much. Awesome. Uh, the whole title is like between a rock and a hard place, but this one. Oh, that's uh, right. There is uh, the breakout. <laughs> yes. So the adventure is between a rock and a hard place, and this adventure is the breakout. So, lots of fun, lots of fun role playing that Tony yeah. and I very rarely get to do together. <laughs> so <laughs> thank Sean. you for running. And Sean, actually, all three of us. I think this is one of the few times all three of us have been able to role play together. Maybe the first time. I don't know. But thanks for running, Stefan. That was awesome. And then, uh, like we said at the top of the show, 
we'll have the um the links in the show notes for the um for the warhammer fantasy conversion uh for genesis that the folks over at who did that again it's uh, called the old world grim and perilous yep we'll have those we'll have those links in the show notes for you so um look for that thanks for joining us sean again that was awesome yes thank you it's always fun to join and hat true i like the character i like the way i made him and nice voice for that little guy too (laughs) it it (laughs) took me five minutes to figure out a voice for him (laughs) seems so easy and and i don't often get to role play a character when playing a game with my dad but when i do we can get some fun shenanigans we've done it before and it's always fun to do oh yeah nice well i'm glad i was able to be part of that as well and allow you to uh to play uh that character. <laughs> yeah, thanks for running tonight, Steph. I had fun, yeah. and yeah, uh, me too. I've always enjoyed the Dragon Star setting, and uh, definitely, uh, I like where this is going. Nice. So, uh, if you want to reach out to us, contact us at findingthenarrativepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can get a hold of Stefan and I at uh, Facebook, Finding the Narrative. You can get a hold of all three of us on Mayway still, uh, Finding the Narrative, and Twitter at like Stefan. Yep. is over there just hovering waiting to be talked to at ftn <laughs> underscore genesis mm-hmm. uh you can reach out or you can listen to us on uh podbean itunes youtube google Podcasts, spotify and i'm not going to mention anymore because i have looked at the demographics of our listener where they get their podcasts from mm-hmm. and 71 percent of you get it from apple podcasts so <laughs> there's a few others but apple podcasts and itunes are pretty much the number one place where people go to so cool that being said this is tony saying let's tell a story and uh, spend the story point and this is stefan saying dare to ask for those boost dice like all of my fellow players have been doing <laughs> and granting them because you know Players, <laughs> and this is Chris saying. Remember the rule of cool. Hide all your little combinations from your little fucking Kobo friends so they don't steal them from you. And just have fun. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Adios. Finding the narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast, is not affiliated with or endorsed by any companies mentioned on this show. Any of the products mentioned on our show or appear on our website are the property and copyright of their respected owners. All items are used under fair use and educational and review purposes. All other items are the intellectual property of Finding the Narrative, a Genesis Pod RPG podcast. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.